0: you can bring up anything you want, toll-free number here, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's the live Saturday edition. And here with you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Uh, Once again, that number is 855-453. You can, of course, join us on our website where we give you the features on the house. So head on over there, enjoy those. You can actually control the content. So not only can you control the airwaves in that you can call in about whatever you want, but you can also find things online and submit them as what we call show prep on our website. Then other listeners will take a look at what has been submitted. They will vote. You can vote as well. And the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the site. So see what I mean. Get interactive over at freetalklive.com. Coming up here tonight, did you know the federal government's ICE guys were actually doing counterfeit, not just doing immigration, but also counterfeiting? They're looking into. Uh, I guess they counterfeiting
1: been... was the job of the uh, Secret Service. What does that mean? C- Secret Service looks into. Uh, oh can- no,
0: I, <laughs> I don't mean uh, of money. I mean counterfeiting of products. Thanks for the clarification. Like uh, Chinese knockoffs, for instance. Apparently, the federal government is very, very interested in spending taxpayer dollars to enforce and research, and you know, spend all kinds of time on trying to track down uh, companies that are making knockoffs and we'll explain to you they've actually raided a flea market over this
1: now i, know I feel safer
0: 855 free we can tell you more about that coming up here in moments uh, let's first go to the phones and the fun cody is in maryland on the amp lines cody you're on free talk live with ian and mark
2: hey Ian and mark i'm hey, um, calling uh last night i heard you guys talking about the new Cispa law that has just passed the house on thursday they had added some uh, interesting amendments, and then shoved it on through. Uh, and I guess to boil it down, what Mark was bringing up yesterday is how it's no longer a cybersecurity bill, that it affects so much more than that in terms of uh, demolishing the Fourth Amendment. But most specifically what came to mind when I was listening to the podcast this morning is I'm curious how it might affect uh, health care uh, in regards to HIPAA privacy laws. And what comes to mind, you know, could it be integrated into compulsory state health care? And I don't know, since you uh, deal with the Internet, there was this meme that went around years ago where a guy calls and orders a pizza, but is then told because of your private habits, you know, you have to pay $150 for this pizza. Uh, it, just, it, it, it scares me. You know, do you guys think that it would trump the HIPAA laws is my question.
0: There. The way it's written, the CISPA, and I, I forget exactly what it stands for, but uh, it's the it's the new Internet law that they're trying to pass it trumps all laws uh, from what I understand. Yeah. So.
1: Basically you have no right to privacy at all, as long as they claim that there's been some kind of cyber, uh, you know, cybersecurity breach. I mean, really it, it, there, there are no protections from the Fourth Amendment as long as they claim there's a cybersecurity breach or some child is in danger.
0: It's the Cyber Intelligence Sharing and Protection Act. It passed the House by a fairly wide margin this week, and it's going on to the Senate, obviously. Obama says he's going to veto it, but we know that that's not necessarily going to mean anything. He said that with the, uh, you know, that military bill that allowed them to uh, take people away. Right. They felt like it. And I'm pretty sure he said that before as well and then gone ahead and signed something. So, yeah, it's basically it's going to override everything. So there is no privacy if the federal government comes to some health care administrator and says – that they need this information about you, then they're going to turn it over, likely. They don't. They, they can come to them without a warrant and ask for it, and most companies are going to do it. They're going to do what they're told by the feds, whether or not they actually have the official paperwork As if order.
1: warrants are difficult to get.
0: Well, there's that, too. I mean,
1: in this day and age, warrants are basically rubber-stamped by judges.
0: But, yeah, then the the, the individuals uh, turning it over or the companies turning over the information will have no liability for turning that information over, even if it violates HIPAA That's correct. or if it violates one of the other privacy acts.
3: What a
2: lovely incentive! And then, just in regards to the uh, the veto threat, uh, what comes to mind? I thought I'd, I I believe I read online somewhere where it could possibly be uh, threatening a veto threat because the Homeland Security may not get enough access since it seems to give more access to military and NSA. It's one of those where well, we want to even add more tyranny, and, and that's what we're threatening to veto unless we get that extra tyrannical. But then spin it, uh, spin it through the media, saying like, oh. We're for the people. We're going to veto this. It's one of those uh, strange dichotomies.
4: Hey, but it's anyways, all about safety, I just
2: wanted you know? to bring that whole thing with HIPAA up to you guys because it's, it's just another scary part of that whole thing.
0: Thanks for the yeah, call tonight, Cody. Appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. We talked in detail about CISPA last night, so if you want to get more uh, down into you know the nitty-gritty of what exactly this is and what's going on, uh, we shared a piece from Declan McCullough over at CNET.com. Of course, you can visit us over at freetalklive.com. Download last night's episode at your leisure. Free. Let's continue here, and we go to TSA George calling from D.C., also on an amp line. George, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
5: Yeah, I was wondering, um, is there any restrictions in New Hampshire about how dark your window tint can be on your car? Yes. Yes,
0: there is. But, of course, that only applies if you have a New Hampshire car registration. If your car is registered in any other place, then they can't enforce that on you.
5: I was just curious on that, considering I uh, just found that well, the window tent that I just got out of my car um, the other day is a little too dark. I have not get, gotten pulled over for it, but it's like, geez, what gives these guys the right to tell me how dark my tent can be?
1: It's officer safety. You could be sitting in that car with a grenade launcher and uh, blow him up <laughs> when he came, came came to the window.
0: That is the para- I believe that oh. is one of the beliefs behind uh, what they're doing. I suppose it could doing. happen.
5: And yet, and yet in Florida, they don't have such restrictions, you know. You they do actually
0: that. in Florida. Yeah, there's a
1: there's a darkness.
0: I was tent. actually at one point pulled over uh, for speeding in a very uh, in, in a neighborhood in Florida, and was told that the officer thought my tent was too dark, so she was going to call out a tent meter, as it is called, and she claims she put the call out for the tint meter, but the guy with the tint meter was busy on another call, so I got lucky that night. And did you video, feel lucky? Um, you know, okay. I'm just glad I didn't have to deal with the the ticket. Because I didn't get a ticket for speeding either, so I got to go away from that no problem. But yes, it is illegal in uh, in Florida, and I was driving around with tinted, illegally tinted windows for a, a number of years, and never had a problem except for that one that one time. And and that's another question is like wherever it is you are, where tinting is illegal or a certain amount of tinting, is it legal for them to pull you over for it? Is that a primary offense? Because that uh, I, I it's it's hard to say. It's going to be a primary offense although I, I just
5: looked it up in virginia as a class 3 misdemeanor and get this technically they can um Pull out of state, pull over out of state cars for violating Virginia uh, law on that. Even Ooh. even though the car's not registered in Virginia. I don't see no why
0: way. they wouldn't be able to. I mean, they can. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can't. They can't pull them over. You can't get pulled over for a bad inspection if you don't have a New Hampshire inspection sticker. If you're not a New Hampshire registered car in New Hampshire, they can't pull you over for a no Michigan inspection or wherever else the inspections are.
1: Yeah, that's what they chose. That's how they chose to write the law. But it doesn't seem like. I mean, you know, they write these things. These guys that write these laws know they don't have to uh they don't have to abide by them, so no, they no. can write them any way
0: they want. George, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it at eight five five four fifty free. Bob listening in Portland, Maine to WGAN. Bob, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark.
3: Yeah, hi. Yeah, you know, uh I like the, the the comments there about this what is this this cisboss, this, this boom bang thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I I mean it's it's getting so we need to hyper speak German or tarzan language security good right jane i i mean where you know what what happens if these people think the constitution is what a, a good suggestion
1: i i don't think they think about it at all
0: yeah i mean clearly the constitution is meaningless to not just to the folks in dc but also to state government people they don't care about it yeah
3: i've been, i've been thinking we should all get together and have a Constitution burning and and have a funeral
0: for it. That's a great and, idea. Actually, wasn't that done up here in New Hampshire a few years ago? They didn't buried they, it. Yeah, didn't the Cannings have a funeral for the Constitution? I believe they, they had a funeral. I think yeah. they. I think it was for the Constitution. I think
1: burning it would probably be misunderstood by most folks.
0: Well, it,
3: listen. You know, I, I heard a comment on Facebook the other day whereby the Democrats. Uh, burn the flag and hide behind the constitution and the republicans burn the constitution and hide behind the flag funny.
0: <laughs> i've never heard that one before <laughs> i think it's i think it's about as accurate short and sweet as it gets. <laughs> i love it thanks bob appreciate the call tonight 855-450-FREE you can take control of the airwaves so the democrats burn the flag and hide behind the constitution while the republicans burn the constitution and hide behind the flag it's good stuff it's amusing all right eight five five four fifty free and what really is the difference between democrats and republicans anyway? apparently that uh one eight five five four five zero three seven three three you can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want this is free talk live
1: The Seasteading Institute. They want to create freedom on the open seas. Did you know they're having a conference? You could meet fellow forward thinkers and discover where you fit into the up-and-coming for-profit seasteading sector. It's May 31st to June 2nd at La Meridian Hotel in San Francisco. Discounted registration prior to May the 1st. Special rates for students and the press. Get 10% off with promo code FTL. Get registered before May the 1st at seasteading.freetalklive.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number is 855-453. It's the Saikal CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. And all the features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, Free Talk Live. .com. Here with you tonight, it's Ian and Mark. Free Talk Live is brought to you by SACL CAI. They're the sponsor of our phone lines and they can help you with collections.
1: That's right. They do uh, accounts receivable of all sorts, uh, whether it's early out billing, collections, uh, they purchase count, uh, charged off receivables. They do it all. And they do it in a manner that, well, your business will be respected. It's SACL CAI there. You know, that not only you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients too. Uh, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. They've been a sponsor of Free Talk Live for a very long time. The folks over there care about the ideas of liberty.
0: So have you ever been to – you've worked a flea market before, right, Mark? I have worked at a flea market, sure. Yeah. yeah, I've worked at a flea market as well. Back in – about a decade ago, I was doing some campaigning or I think it was petitioning to get a, something on the ballot down in Florida – and uh, so I'm kind of familiar with, with working on the inside of flea markets. Certainly most people have been to a flea market before. And when you work at a flea market, that's when you start to kind of see the uh, the nasty side of the state. You probably don't notice it as a customer uh, to the flea market. As a customer to the flea market, the flea market probably seems like a relatively freewheeling place where all manner of uh, products are able to be found or a, ver- a fairly wide variety of products are able to be found at a pretty low price because, well, a f- table of flea market isn't very expensive. I think I paid like 10 bucks for a whole day or something like that. Really? The market I was at, like the Big big Red Barn or something, is in Bradenton, Florida. Mm-hmm. And you're familiar with that, right? Oh, yeah. It's, okay.
1: it's, it's legendary, sure.
0: Yeah. So, you know, you, if you're there as a customer, you probably don't notice. But if you're there as somebody who's working the flea market, that's when you start to hear that the, uh, the state is lurking about. Uh, in a lot of places... Thankfully, Mark, we're now here in New Hampshire where there is no state sales tax. so This doesn't happen here, probably. Uh, but in a place like Florida where there is a sales tax and most places uh, where there are sales taxes, flea markets are a good place for tax agents to sniff about. Sure. Uh, they're looking to find – A lot find- of people
1: not collecting uh, you know, the state's tax there, supposedly the state's tax. The, this, this amount that the state claims on all transactions that transpire within its uh, arbitrary borders – and says that that you owe it because you have changed money from one hand to another.
0: Well, let's make it clear. You don't owe it. You owe them. The state is not uh, an entity. It doesn't exist. It's just an idea. It's just human beings that are using force and the threat thereof on other human beings. So there are men calling themselves revenue agents who will come around and they will ask you if you are at a, a, a booth at a flea market, they'll ask you to see whatever proof that you've been collecting sales taxes. ...on the stuff you've been selling. And if you don't have it, then they're probably going to charge you with some sort of crime. You could be arrested and taken out of the the, you know, the flea market. So this is not something that's unfamiliar to people that work at flea markets. Usually the word kind of goes around, as I understand it, like, hey, you know the sales tax guys are here, look out, that kind of thing. And I imagine that
1: spreads pretty quick.
0: Yeah. But now it's gone further than that. Now it's no longer just the local tax boys... That are creeping around flea markets. Now, federal agents are to be found at these locations. According to the Baltimore Sun, Hannah Cho reporting that vendors at the Patasco P- 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 flea market have a history of allegedly selling counterfeit and pirated merchandise, according to an affidavit, which outlines the latest. So these are like the uh, the, the
1: Jokely's glasses that uh, look like Oakley's but cost $7? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Which outlined which. But that fools everybody. <laughs> You know, Mark, I, I like a good knockoff. I think that uh, for the amount of money that you're going to pay for Jokely's, why not? I mean, if you pay a lot of money for sunglasses and then lose them or break them, or anything like that. You do that one time and you've probably paid for, you know, 10 or 12 jokely sunglasses.
1: I, I have the same concern about the prices of uh, expensive sunglasses that you do. But another thing that bothers me about cheap sunglasses is I don't want level pr- of protection you're actually getting from it. If, they, if they'll if lie about uh, who manufactured the sunglasses, mm-hmm. then they'll stick that uh, UVA, UVB uh, polarized thing on there <laughs> and lie about that too. They're just a bunch of liars at that point, And so you can't get... You can't be certain what kind of level of protection your eyes are getting if from these it's sunglasses. A,
0: if it's called Oakley, then it's not an Oakley. Uh, indeed, that's not a lie. I, you know, but I see where you're coming from. You, they you they think have the they big O on the side.
1: They make it look like these are uh, you know, these, these. You
0: think that's dishonesty? I don't think that's dishonesty. I think that uh, you know they're just trying to market a product. Do you trust that's them
1: to that? Uh, what they're saying about the level of protection that they have on the little sticker on the sunglasses is true.
0: I honestly don't know. All I want to know is if is you don't know, then the... that means you don't trust them. All I know is if it's going to. Would block you trust this the, uh... company to pack your parachute? Is what I'm asking you. You know, if you want, you should pack your own parachute. Indeed. That's what I'm saying. I
1: trust the the expensive sunglass manufacturers and the level sure, of protection. Sure, you can call them
0: and, and talk to them. Indeed. So that helps. But you, you can tell if, uh, if glasses are at the very least polarized, typically. so I, I don't
1: know everything about polarization. I yeah. agree with you. You can look at certain if it, things.
0: If it kills the glare, then it's probably polarized. So. That's really all I'm really concerned with. I know. You
1: just, want, you just want some kind of darker lens to look through. You know, sunglasses made from
0: 1937. I got you. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, capping a uh, two-and-a-half-year-long investigation into counterfeit apparel and accessories, as well as pirated DVDs and musical recordings, federal investigators confiscated numerous items being sold there on a raid at Patasco Flea Market. Uh, it says here that it's been the Federal Homeland Security investigation special agent's that have been uh, involved here. They released few details about the raid, but the affidavit details several undercover operations that found that many of the items sold at the flea market were fake. They included goods with really? high, high-end brand names like Nike, Ugg's, Polo, North Face, Louis Vuitton, and Gucci. In one instance, really,
1: so much- the the Gucci and Louis Vuitton that you buy at the at the flea market isn't real.
0: <laughs> Did you ever hear about those uh, like kind of Tupperware parties for ripoffs? No. Yeah, they apparently have these things. I remember one of them came to my neighborhood down in Florida one time, and my girlfriend at the time got an invitation to it. And basically, you go over to somebody's house, and they have a bunch of knockoff products, you know, purses for 30 or 40 bucks or whatever, as opposed to 900 or whatever you'll pay for. I have no idea, but I know that it's ridiculous. A Louis Vuitton purse. Now, when it comes to sunglasses, I get where you're coming from, Mark, but when it comes to a damn purse, the hell. I mean, really
1: or, having not carried one, I'm not the one to say, but I, I do know that, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the feminine of the species tends to notice the differences, the subtle differences between the, I mean, if you're, if you're going to carry a knockoff Louis Vuitton bag, then you probably <laughs> know what the real one looks like and that there are ways to
0: see the subtle differences. Uh, yeah. I understand what you're saying there, Mark, but as far as, is it going to carry your stuff? I know, man. Uh, the, the difference between a $40 purse I and a $400 I, purse – I'm sorry. The $400 purse is not going to carry 10 times as much stuff. Or it's 10 times as better. Right. It's not going to be as 10 times as strong. I got gotcha. you. So – I think there's a real place for knockoff, uh, knockoff products.
1: Having never purchased a purse for myself, I don't really, you know, have any place to be speaking regarding that.
0: In one instance in which undercover agents bought goods from vendors there, 34 of 38 items were found to be counterfeit during the same outings on March 31st. There were
1: four items that weren't?
0: <laughs> and April 1st, agents bought a set of novelty contact lenses found to be dangerous. The lenses could fuse to the eye, causing permanent vision loss, according to the affidavit. This is kind of my point on sunglasses. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. If you're buying your contact lenses from the free <laughs> the flea market, you might want to think twice. But there are some things that are made. Uh, but there knock-off. are some novelty ones out there, you know, you little cat's eye ones and things like that. People don't want to pay much for that. Toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. If I'm going to put something in my eye, then I'm going to pay for something good. Or I got you. Free talk.
1: People ask me, Tim. Why did you start verbalsurgery.com? Well, it's easy. I started making these podcasts to make you feel better right now. That's right. From the tops of the Himalayas to the bottom of the deepest seas. That's right. These broadcasts go out to everywhere on the planet. And most importantly, deep inside of your brain to make you feel better right now. And isn't that what it's all about? Verbal surgery.com. Check it out today.
0: This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number here is 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, one 450 3733 You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that await you there. We've got a lot of them. Uh, in fact, we've got archives that go all the way back to late 2006, all free for you over at freetalklive.com. So download as many as you would like whenever you want, freetalklive.com.
1: You can get your liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny a piece. You can do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com. They've got hundreds and hundreds of different liberty sayings over at libertystickers.com. You can go through there and just browse through them. Take a look there. Many of them are quite witty, insightful. It's libertystickers.com. Also, they'll make uh, custom stickers for your band, business, church, whatever you want. Uh, There's certainly a minimum that one has to have. They have uh, bulk sales for uh, businesses like uh, retail businesses or flea markets. We're talking about flea markets. Um, You can have any of those, libertystickers.com.
0: All right. So we're going to continue here in this piece about Patofsky Flea Market in apparently the Baltimore area. Baltimore Sun reporting on this. Where federal Homeland Security agents have raided this flea market. Now, you'd think Homeland Security is involved. That must mean there's a terrorist operation running this flea market. At least legal aliens. Right, or uh, so-called illegal aliens or something like that. But no, no, it's, uh, it's people selling goods that look like Nike, Uggs, Polo, North Face, Louis Vuitton, and Gucci.
1: Now, they were doing this previously with Rubik's Cubes. Really? But don't you remember they were scouring – it's been about five years. They were relatively new at the time. but They're, uh,
0: they're going after knockoff Knockoff Rubik's, Rubik's Cubes, yeah. Incredible.
1: So, I mean, I don't think that the average American imagined for a second that uh, when they created this new overarching umbrella uh, you know, body called the Department of Homeland Security, that one of their jobs would be policing intellectual property disputes uh, among businesses. I mean, I don't want to pay for that.
0: Nor do I. And how much money did this cost? It was a two-and-a-half-year-long investigation into this one
1: flea market. It's absolutely ludicrous. Now, if if uh, you know the NFL, um, and I believe that that was one of the companies there in Louis Vuitton, and the, these companies have a problem with other companies selling their knockoff stuff, those companies should hire investigators, those investigators should find and collect evidence on their own, and then they should bring those people to civil court, and they should... Hash it out there if that's what
0: they want to do. I, th- I think that's a better choice than in getting the feds involved, but I still don't agree that this stuff belongs in court at all. Use the market to solve your problems. If somebody's ripping off your uh, your product and you don't like it, then figure out better ways to protect your intellectual property or make well, sure that your customers know where to get the official merchandise, etc. Make sure that you know, you're know you not going to do business with anybody that's that's using rip-off products. But otherwise, leave the people at the flea market alone. If I want to go and get a you know a fake New York Jets jersey, then who cares?
1: Well, what I think I find amazing is how much of uh, these these things people give away in a year. You know, um, when you're talking about the, the sort of secondhand clothes clothes market out there, people are giving away jerseys all the time. There's people all over the world getting free clothes from America right. um, that are name brand, and uh, you know why they're policing this stuff. It doesn't make any sense well, to me at all. How long but is it
0: before they go to garage sales and start making arrests there? The
1: problem I have with Louis Vuitton. Bags um, is that they're using a trademark, and I think a trademark is probably the most uh, uh, you know uh, legitimate but form usually of. Usually, they
0: don't use a trademark. The usually- Louis Vuitton
1: is covered in trademark. Do you know what the the pattern? The LV, yeah, that's the LV mm-hmm. on the on it. So I mean, the very bag itself is a trademark.
0: But usually, there's some sort of change, as you pointed out. There there are people that know what to look for, and they know that usually it's subtleties. on the
1: inside of the bag. Um, yeah. And if if the customer is fooled, then you have a legitimate fraud. Do you understand? Like if if so, if, no
0: one's fooled when they pay forty dollars for a Louis Vuitton bag,
1: unless they're told that it's uh, you know for whatever reason it's a blowout sale. <laughs> Somebody's nonsense. being fooled. I understand most <laughs> people are not fooled. Somebody's being fooled. If you can get together a class action suit I of like people that claim to be fooled, then. You know, the, the, then there would be a tort.
0: I, I, you know, I really don't like. I think that you're right in that trademark is certainly one of the better concepts around intellectual property because nobody, I think, in the liberty movement supports the idea of fraud. But on the other hand, I also don't like the idea that someone can't tell me I can't, you know, draw a picture in a certain way that somebody else drew a picture. That's pretty insulting. It, I understand. It's not the
1: picture drawing. It's the lying. It's the fraud that's in, uh, that, that I have a problem. Okay. If you create a red and white can that says Coca-Cola so uh, in, if, in, a, like a, in a fanciful script. So is it
0: fraud if somebody creates a Louis Vuitton bag, but they spell you know Louis different? It's L-O-U-I-S, but if they spell it L-O-U-I-E, is that fraud? I, I, well, you know, I mean, you're getting in the area of buyer beware. Buyer at that, beware, exactly. At the, at that you better point. know what you're getting into.
1: I'm telling you, at some point or another, if there is no protections on people's copyright, that you're going to have issues of people being defrauded.
0: Toll free number here for your thoughts. Welcome at uh, 855-450-FREE. According to the story, they, again, they made a – there was a raid on this flea market here. The market for counterfeit goods and pirated and unlicensed merchandise has become widespread, even uh, especially with the explosion of online marketplaces. The uh, let's see. It's practice that deprives companies of revenue, they claim, as well as debases the quality of brand names. Now,
1: I think it's very interesting. This deprive companies of revenue thing, because um, you you could you could really see the corporato fascist uh state at work here when your house gets robbed. The police don't scour the town looking for your stuff. Pretty much everybody who's an adult understands this. Maybe if you're a young person, you think that the uh, the police have a division that uh, spends all its time looking for stolen cars and things like that. If they run across it, they'll certainly get it to you. But it's not the highest thing on their list. However, when the federal government gets involved um, or, you know, they, the 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 companies are involved, yeah, they've got the sway, and they'll manage to get the the police out there. This is a property crime, if anything. The claim is that this is theft. I do not believe this is theft because no one, Louis Vuitton, nor the NFL, has had anything stolen from them in real life.
0: Well, this is the same argument. This argument that we're losing, we're losing revenue, is the same argument that the music companies and the movie makers uh, will will make when they're looking at the the issue of file sharing online. They'll say, well, all these people are, buy- are not buying our games or they're not buying our movies or music and so therefore you <laughs> they would otherwise buy them, and so therefore we've lost billions of There's dollars. There's really no
1: evidence to that. If I go online and I downlo- download uh, Oh Mickey, You're So Fine, it doesn't mean I would have spent money
0: on it. In the same way, it doesn't mean that if you buy a fake Louis Vuitton purse that you ever would have been in the market for a real one. I mean, if, but, if you can afford $400 for a purse, then you probably aren't looking at the fake purse. That's probably but,
1: just the change purse, the wallet for that. For the $400. Um, for the 400 bucks. But, y- you know, I mean... So the argument's the same, and it's just as full. Well, it's, it's just as fallacious as the argument that if, some, if I drive a junky car that I'm devaluing the neighborhood. Or yep. uh, some bigot might say if a black person walks down the street in the neighborhood that is devaluing the neighborhood. Right. I mean, if you're going to claim that you've, your property has been devalued because of something that I'm doing, you're on a slippery, slippery slope.
0: Who out there besides the big corporations actually supports this? I mean, is there anybody listening tonight at, that actually thinks the federal government should be raiding flea markets and threatening flea market vendors for selling, you know, products that are from China or wherever it is they're being manufactured and they look similar to regular products by name brands that you're familiar with? Should this be, is this what you expect from the federal government? Is this what you want them to be doing with the money that you pay them every single year? Does this make you feel good, or is it only something that's benefiting corporate America? Are they, is there something we're missing here? Can you explain?
1: Are the police officers, uh, whatever level they are, the, the, the federal agents here, are they heroes? Because people will often say that, um, and I just always wonder when people are employed in just this dead end bullcrap that their, their bosses, uh, put them into. Cause I'm sure these people did not get into, uh, Department of Homeland Security and law enforcement in order to chase after people that are, um, you know, making knockoff Miami Dolphins, uh, shirts.
0: Under Armour, in a statement said this, this is a brand name Under Armour, said, quote, Individuals who produce and sell counterfeit goods harm the American economy. The reality of counterfeiting is that it's much greater than just buying a knockoff item at a discounted price. It's a multi-billion dollar a year problem that undermines corporations. Oh, no. You poor multi-billion dollar corporations. How dare anyone compete with your products And make a product that looks similar, but maybe costs a tenth as much or half as much. 855-450-FREE. You can take control here. Free Talk Live.
6: In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel. The printing press
0: Talk Live. Bring up anything you want. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. The number here, eight five five four fifty 450 free It's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, one 450 3733 You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are there for you. All of them are free. And if you like the show and you want to help support FreeTalk Live, then you can do that by shopping with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com. There are links to Amazon there and... You know, you might even be able to buy knockoff products through Amazon. They have all kinds of uh, third-party dealers on there, and I doubt, probably not for long. I doubt Amazon can vet. Every single thing that they are selling, Uh, but you can—you usually get the good stuff through Amazon. Go to Amazon. Excuse me. Go to shop.freetalklive.com. That's shop.freetalklive.com to get to Amazon, and that will allow you to uh, enter Amazon through our affiliate links in the U.S., the U.K., and Canada. We've got different links for each one of those Amazons, and then you'll get the stuff you're looking for at a great price and delivery to your door. And you'll help Free Talk Live at the same time. So get your shopping done at shop.freetalklive.com.
1: If you're uh you know into the Ron Paul revolution that's sweeping the uh, the nation Ron Paul's backed up uh, all kinds of liberty oriented entertainment and I think one of the best forms is music. Everybody loves music and it's a great way if it if the song's good it'll get in somebody's head and it's a great way to uh, get the ideas of liberty spread far and wide to people who aren't even necessarily looking for them. A band out there that's uh, got Several liberty-oriented songs is Raja Mojo. You can go to YouTube.com and listen to their music. Uh, if you if you like it, please make a comment. And thanks to everybody who has uh, made comments over at uh, YouTube and at CDBaby.com, where you can buy the songs. I went over there for three dollars and sixteen cents. You can have uh, all four of their songs. It's Raja Mojo, CDBaby.com, and it's incredibly easy to uh, do the downloads. they're, uh, they're You know, near the top of the charts and at the top of the charts uh, in all kinds of different categories at CDbaby.com. Lots of people have purchased this. Lots of Free Talk Live listeners. And, uh, you know, thanks for everybody who has purchased them. And if you haven't yet, now's your opportunity. Uh, Continue. Perpetuate the revolution. It's Raja Mojo at CDbaby.com.
0: We're going to get right into your phone calls here, but I just want to share this statement again from Under Armour. For those of you just tuning in, we're talking about a a raid that the federal government has performed on a flea market, and I imagine this is just one of many. This is probably not going to be the only flea market they decide to perform this operation on because, hey, it's easy to pick on flea market vendors. They don't have, uh, by virtue of the fact that they're working at a flea market, they probably don't have a whole bunch of money to hire a lawyer. I'm just speculating. I'm sure there are a handful of flea market vendors that are just rolling in dough, uh, but but they don't they don't put off the appearance that they're particularly wealthy and so yeah let's uh, just like any bully you want to go and pick on the easy marks so they go into the flea markets where people are paying what 20 bucks for a table or something like that for a day
1: and another thing that the uh, the the manufacturers here claimed under armor claimed and i don't think that uh, you know violating uh, copyright to me is the most legitimate form of uh, intellectual property out there but um uh, you know they were claiming that they were undermining the economy.
0: Well, that's the quote here. It, it's the it says here that individuals who produce and sell counterfeit goods harm the American economy. And, and that, that nothing could be further from the truth. Right.
1: It, absolutely, it's far from the far from the truth. The economy is people buying things and getting the things that they want, and they're doing it voluntarily. What you got to understand is I'm never going to go out there and spend the kind of money for some of this high end merchandise right. that has these name brands. Whereas you know, I might be convinced to get some of this knockoff stuff. Some of the stuff, you know, it just—it all depends. I mean, I've spent three hundred dollars on a pair of sunglasses. I've also spent three dollars on a pair of sunglasses. So it's it money you might
0: sun- not otherwise have spent in the economy. Maybe right. you would have just saved it, or perhaps you would have spent it on the the real product, but you decided the knockoff was as good, and so therefore that keeps money in your pocket, right. Which to means spend you can on buy more. something else, right?
1: So the idea that the economy is harmed if I spend nine hundred dollars on a bag, if I were ever to, if i If I spend $10 on the knockoff bag, then I have whatever amount of money left to spend on other things.
0: Go get some groceries or whatever.
1: How many Americans are actually putting money away? In 2005, Americans spent more money than they made.
0: Your thoughts are welcome. 855-450-FREE. So let's go to Teresa listening in Virginia to WNIS. Hey, Teresa.
7: Hi, let me give you my perspective as um, a designer. Now, mine is interior design, but let me give you my perspective on this. This whole thing and going after these flea markets and these these people that are selling knockoffs is the biggest bunch of garbage. Here's the deal: I, as a designer, years ago came up for a client for came up with for a client a sofa. At the time, all all sofas were straight arm, all pillows were straight across the back. I had a very feminine woman who wanted, who didn't like them. So I said, okay, let me come up with a design. I did a rounded arm. I did throw pillows across the back. I had a custom company do it for me. Next, next season at market, there's my sofa. Yep. Next season after that, 10 companies have my sofa. Yep. Here's the law. All you have to do is knock it off 10%, and you can go into court, and there's nothing you can do about it. For my sister-in-law, who has a store in Beverly Hills, uh, you get a designer item. Every store, Macy's, you name it, knocks that item off all the time. It's done every day of the week. It's done all the time. It's perfectly legal. These purses are more than 10%. You buy a Louis Vuitton for $1,200. You buy one for $35. I bought them. And I have to tell you, they're more than ten percent difference. And why pay twelve hundred when you can pay thirty-five? You'd have it's to be insane. What's the
1: ten percent difference? Uh, that I ten need...
7: percent. That's all you have to do. What's and that it's mean? It's done every day in interior design. It's done every day in the. Clothing it means the design. product
0: is ten percent. If, if different.
7: any woman okay. wants us, the Oscars. You'll see the next day they're saying we're knocking off the dress. Well sure. Now, now this is interesting
0: day. that you bring up design as far as clothing is concerned because, as I understand it, having talked to I think it was Dr. Mary Ruard who enlightened us on this, that there is no copyright that can apply Correct. or patenting no that can apply on to your design on your
7: clothing, nor on, on like I said, a Louis Vuitton. If you've looked at the difference in the purses, for example, this. The stitching's different, the fabric's different, they even print the V differently. Oh, really? It's enough of a difference when you're buying the cheaper thing that if you went to court, if that that flea market person went to court, they would win. And they know, the manufacturer knows that they couldn't win against these knockoffs. So However, that's very unlikely that,
0: mission. and the feds know that it's very unlikely that a flea market dealer is going to have the money to go to court, so exactly. they know they can just go and exactly. crack down on and these yet guys. They know,
7: well, go, to, go, go look at... a. Somewhere in a very expensive store like Saks, and you'll find you can go down to Penny's, find the same thing. It's just done a little differently. Yep.
0: Teresa, great call. Thank you.
7: The federal government, they're so full of garbage on this to to intimidate these people.
0: Yeah, it's outrageous.
7: It's it's done every day in the design world.
0: Thank you, Teresa. Great call. Appreciate hearing from you and the expertise as well. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Ladies first, Denise is listening in Virginia, also to WNIS. Hey, Denise.
8: Hi, how are you? Just
0: great. What's on your mind tonight?
8: I was at Patapsico when they did the raid. Really? I was in Maryland for the weekend. Yes, I'm going to tell you what it looked like. I thought someone had died. I really did. They had every exit, including the interstate, blocked by federal cars or buses. They had yellow tape around the whole thing. I go there twice a year. Every exit to
0: the interstate was blocked off? Oh, that's got to be convenient for everybody.
8: Every exit to Patapsico was blocked off. Even on the interst- on the interstate, they had these big school buses blocking it. Every exit wow. and entrance to that flea market was blocked by federal agents. They brought buses like Greyhound buses in to take the merchandise out. It was ridiculous. Everybody that goes to Patapsico realizes it's knockoff. We all go there. I go there a couple times a year. I was shocked. I didn't know what was going on. I went on the internet and it said they were raiding it. I was like, for what? So I stopped somewhere, and all the merchants happened to be where I stopped, at a fast food restaurant. And so I asked one of the ladies, what's going on? And she said some people were selling this stuff, and they raided it. That's ridiculous. There are some families who actually buy legitimate socks and clothes for their children there. It was pouring down rain. Unbelievable. There were
0: people who were
8: there that couldn't get in. Uh, It was it was crazy. I wish you I wish I would have taken pictures.
0: Greyhound busloads full of products they trucked out of there. And You want to talk about damaging the economy. They're going to go and set all that stuff on fire.
8: Yeah. And I asked the lady, I said, they didn't arrest you guys. She said, no, they just took our merchandise.
0: Oh, now that's interesting, isn't it? Because if they don't. arrest,
8: I thought the buses were for people. The buses huh. were for merchandise. You if
0: hope. if they don't arrest anyone, and then I was there are no. There. Ch- I'm
8: telling you, I was right there. I Last believe you, week, Denise, Sunday, and I appreciate in the, the information. When they opened at ten. They raided it. Thank you Couldn't for the, the call tonight,
0: in. Denise. Really appreciate hearing from you, and thanks for the inside scoop. Look,
1: I, when when you don't arrest somebody, this is something that you know that it just goes to show the power that the police have, whatever level the police have. I mean, you know, the law enforcement, uh, the government has, and how people have become so obedient to it. If they didn't arrest anybody then there's no crime and they just stole their crap this is just theft
0: sounds like uh the board operators got the music okay there we go it was uh sound like commercial fired early there sorry for the confusion 855-450-FREE that's the SACL CAI toll-free line here you can of course take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind Maybe there's somebody out there that supports what the federal government did. Shut down all the roads, bring in multiple agents, block off all the exits, and cart out a bunch of uh, Louis Vuitton knockoff purses and other stuff. More coming up. It's crazy. Hour two's next. Free Talk Live.
9: Hey, this is Mandrake. And this is Jay. And we're getting ready for Porkfest 2012. Porkfest is the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's happening June eighteenth to the twenty fourth at Rogers Campground in Lancaster, New Hampshire.
10: And this year's Pork Fest will be the best yet.
9: Why is that, Mantrick? Because of all the great speakers that'll be there, or maybe the family fun events. Perhaps you're excited about Flaming Freedom's big gay dance party. Actually, I had no idea any of that goes on. You had no idea because you and I spend all our time running the George's famous baklava food stand.
2: And that's why I'm so excited. Every year we get to meet so many great people who stop by for food and jokes. Some of which are a little dirty.
9: Yeah, about the dirty jokes. We should. Try Try not to offend so many people this year.
2: It was one person, and I thought her wooden leg was for the pirate
9: party. Oh, and don't forget all those times you walked away for five minutes only to return two hours later. I kept getting mauled by all my fans. You fell asleep on a picnic table.
10: Oh,
9: right. Hey, you want to wrap this up? Go to Porkfest.com and register today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com.
0: free talk live you can bring up anything you want toll free number here for you is 855-453. it's 855-453 say SACL cai toll free line here tonight with you it's ian and mark 855-450-3733 you can bring up whatever's on your mind that's the point of free talk live we do it seven nights a week live so if you miss a night no big deal We've got them all online for you. You can download them at your leisure at freetalklive.com. You can also create the content of the site. So when you find something online that you think is interesting and you want to share it with the rest of our listeners, you can submit it as show prep. And then other listeners will vote up or down the most voted up, making it to the front page in the top of the uh, the site over at freetalklive.com. As we continue here, we'll go to Peter listening in Virginia Beach to WNIS. We've been talking about a raid on Patapsco Market in Baltimore and uh, the federal government cracking down on people for selling knockoff products. Go ahead with your thoughts, Peter.
11: Hey, guys. um, There's actually a couple of ways to look at this. One, the federal government shouldn't be involved in in policing this kind of stuff, with the exception of, say, like the case— with the contact lenses, which are actually dangerous because of the way they were made and the fact that they confused the eye. You know, well, that's...
0: I don't even see why the federal government needs to be involved in that either. I mean, shouldn't buyers if, beware? Shouldn't if it people... took
1: them two and a half years to do well, this investigation, I wonder.
0: It's not like there's a, difference in a knockoff
11: and a counterfeit. A knockoff is something of similar style, similar whatever, right? similar materials. A counterfeit is something that uses the same name right, and makes you think it's the same, the same product. So if you buy something that says for argument to contact lens on it, you're, you know, and you're getting it at a discount, unless it's a huge discount where you're going to say, oh, wow, that can't possibly be right, right? You well, know, you're going to think you're buying active View lenses and you put them on your either fuse your eye the CCRI, and then, you know, that's
0: that's the case. I get what you're saying there, but I don't think that the federal government needs to be involved in, you know, local purchasing disputes. Couldn't you have some sort of contract uh, enforcement agency or whatever, it, whether it's the local government or some sort of private arbitration firm handle that? Why do you need to have a centralized federal government for this?
11: Well, I'm not I'm not saying it should be for contract dispute. That's why I specified in the case where it's a dangerous product that can hurt you. I, you know, if if and but why do, you,
0: why do you feel the need that it has to be the federal government that handles this? I mean, if you've got a legitimate claim against someone who is is engaging in fraud, that's not a federal – it shouldn't be a federal issue. That's a local issue.
11: Yeah, except the federal government, they allow those pro- – not to counterfeit pro- products, but they allow the actual products to be sold because they've been tested and proven to be, to be safe. Right, so those laws are being violated.
0: Well, I don't know what all the laws are around, uh, I don't know what all the laws are around, uh, you know, counter, uh, I guess, contact lenses. But all that said, you know, certainly the federal government is standing in the way of products getting to market. But just because they have regulatory hoops, doesn't mean that they should be the ones dealing well, let me, with local let me jump disputes. In on this
1: one. Don't you think that it that a person who buys contact lenses for five ninety nine from uh you know the, the cosmetic contact lenses from five ninety nine from the uh, uh the local flea market has some level of responsibility and culpability in their own health decisions? Oh,
11: of course. I mean, I wouldn't buy them. Right. Don't I mean, get me wrong, and if, if my kids was wanted to buy them, I wouldn't let them buy them. I mean, we don't we don't have enough common sense for what we do and what we don't do. Right,
1: and that's but, kind of what you know, I'm thinking on this particular issue. Now, I think that there's there's a there's a reasonably good argument for counterfeit bolts. Uh, they'll they'll counterfeit uh, these delta bolts um, that are supposed to hold, you know. 1500 pounds, and they're made out of some kind of pot metal, and they can hold 150 pounds. Oh boy. And so. There's no discernible way to tell the difference in these things, and I think that that can be a legitimate uh, gripe. But I still think it can be held, uh, you know, that it, as a civil case as well as a, a federal case, because civil um, civil courts can hand down punitive decisions, and you right, know, companies take, or individuals that make uh, you know make this counterfeit stuff take the can the be held liable.
0: Right, take the vendor to court. I don't see why you need to have a federal government involved in this at all. It do, that just doesn't make sense to me. Why, why can't the person who is questioning the vendor uh, take that person to some sort of arbitration?
11: Right. And, and in a case like that, well, one, it's the vendor is in a flea market and may not be there tomorrow. But you know, Well, then don't get a case, your bolts at the a flea market. Like the, the contact lenses or the bolts, you know, you don't know that those are
0: fake until something goes wrong. That's true. But you do know that you're going to get legitimate products from dealers that you trust, right? So if you go to Home Depot, the Home Depot buyer is not going to be doing business with the kind of person who's going to be selling these crap can bolts. They're going to be getting you the brand names. They're going to verify who they're doing business with. They're going to check it out. In the same way that, uh, you know, Walmart or Target, when they're getting a coffee maker, they're not going to get it from some ripoff vendor because they want to make sure it's not going to set on fire in somebody's home. They want to make sure it's got UL certification. They want to. They've got a bunch of things that they want to check off their list before they put a product on their shelves and sell it to people. So it's it's right. buyer beware. I mean, this is the this is one. I think one of the biggest problems with uh, Americans is that they trust the government to keep them safe. And no, you need to look at your own buying habits and really consider what it is because you're getting apparently into.
1: the government can't keep you safe if it took them two and a half years to shut down whatever unsafe stuff was going on at this at flea market.
0: This one flea market.
11: Right. But also, you know, you're talking about, like, UL listing. What about all the house fires that started around the holidays? Because people going by UL listed, you know, extension cords that are knockoffs from China. That can't, you know, they overheat and they start fires.
0: Hold on a second. Are you saying UL listed extension cords are problematic?
11: No, what I'm saying is the knockoffs that have a sticker on it that say UL listed. Where do they right? get them? And they're not if it's, actually UL listed. If
0: it's part, listed, part you can you the, can verify that. I mean, if it's actually listed, you can contact UL and you can verify. Well, I don't imagine
1: many people do that. But where do they buy these right. UL knockoff uh, extension well, cords? I mean, usually you get them like dollar stores. Dollar stores and, and, and stuff. And
11: again, yeah. I wouldn't buy a, a, an extension cord in a dollar store.
0: Yep. Well there you go. But we don't need the government to put them
11: on the news every year. Peter, the thing the thing that I disagree
0: with you on here is we don't need the federal government to do these things to do these things. As you pointed out, all these products are already on the marketplace. The government hasn't stopped them from being marketed. They've they've shut down one flea market. I mean, how much money did this cost? Two and a half years of investigation, plus, as from what our caller pointed out last hour, a huge raid, a very expensive raid involving multiple agents shutting down exits, uh, multiple buses loading it up with products. I mean, this is an incredibly expensive task. You're asking the, the taxpayers, you're demanding that the taxpayers be covering this cost. And I say, just buyer beware, man. Buy smart. Oh,
11: yeah, and I'm agreeing with you. But, okay, you so know, then like you I don't said, need the, only, the federal government. The only case where I said the federal government should be involved in is cases like things that are sold, knockoff medicines, knockoff, you know, contactless, things that actually hurt, hurt somebody. Counterfeits. Not, who cares if yeah. someone knocks off a Nike shirt?
0: I still, I, mean, don't, I still don't agree, but thank you for the call, Peter. I appreciate hearing from you. I don't think you need the federal government to do any of those things. Why, why, why? You think they're going to keep you safe from, uh, from dangerous products? As far as I'm concerned.
1: It's an illusion. When you're talking uh, I mean, you know, I think just about everybody who's listening to my voice considers you know, people operating freely, whether you call it the free market or capitalism or whatever term one wants to talk about, use in that situation. They know that it's more efficient than the federal government um, or that any governmental agency. Because the governmental agencies don't have uh, you know, they don't have any responsibility for the actions. If they do something wrong, you can't Really, do anything about it. Secondarily, if they take too long to do it, you can't do anything about it. They come in under budget, you can't do anything about it. I mean, you know, they're known for going over budget. So if you left the enforcement uh, mechanism in the hands of these companies and allowed them to take these other you know, whoever these these counterfeiters are to circuit court, force them to. Because as long as the federal government's there to wipe their noses and say, oh, don't worry about it, you big big multinational corporations will take care of you and just take care of your little enforcement stuff for you. As long as the federal government does that, they're not going to send out their own agents or hire uh, private investigators or whatever to do this stuff on their own.
0: Well, right. And these big companies would be concerned with cost if they actually had to do it themselves. They would have to evaluate whether or not it was worth going, and doing these enforcement actions or spending the time and the money to investigate these other companies.
1: Secondarily, if they bring a case and that case is considered frivolous or they lose, then in the civil in the civil court, there's a much better chance they'll have court costs levied against them.
0: Right. Instead of having the federal government do all their dirty work for them and then be completely untouchable as yep. far as countersuits and that sort of thing. So it's really, there's no reason to have a federal government at all. 855-453, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You Certainly can, not of this area. You can take control of the airwaves in any area. one 450 3733 It's just another criminal gang. Free Talk Live. Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves if you dial in toll-free 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, one 450 3733 You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those. The mobile site is one of them. Smartphone users can go to m, as in mobile, dot For quick access to our live streams in all three formats, we've got... Uh, different size bitrate streams. We've got the uh, broadband, the mid-band, and the narrowband streams. You can go and get them all through our mobile site over at m.freetalklive.com.
1: Bitcoins are the world's first potentially anonymous digital cash. With Bitcoins, there are no contracts to sign or terms of service to abide by. Anyone can download the free Bitcoin software and be using them in just a few minutes. With Bitcoins, you can send and receive money anywhere in the world without needing permission from Any bank or government, there's no fees involved. You can learn how uh, by watching the video at WeUseCoins.org. Excuse me, it's WeUseCoins.org. Now, thanks to BitInstant.com, you can have bitcoins in less than an hour by depositing cash at any major bank. To buy your bitcoins with cash, visit BitInstant.com.
0: So we were up against the idea a moment ago that the federal government is somehow out there to keep you safe. And I think that's an idea that they like to propagate – you know They want you to believe that it's their job to keep you safe. In fact, I believe I've heard uh, Bush and Obama say something similar to that while behind some podium giving a speech that it's their job, their primary job, to keep you Americans safe. They're really bad at it. But, yeah, not only is it pretty clear that they put more people in danger by their actions of going around the world and killing people, but also – I think that anybody that takes a close look will find out that the regulatory structures that are purportedly there to protect consumers are actually there to protect the big corporations. And that's why they raided Patasco Market in Baltimore, was to protect the corporations like Nike and the other uh, manufacturers that were upset that people were selling goods that looked kind of similar to theirs at this location. That's what this was all about. The fact that they found some bad uh, contact lenses there allowed them to make it sound like it was all worthwhile. But uh, the If people are relying on the federal government to keep them safe, they are in for a world of hurt. Because Because they
1: have no responsibility.
0: Correct. The federal government has no liability for anything that they do. If it turns out that they've made a mistake or it turns out that uh, that, in point of fact they should have done something they didn't do that resulted in people dying or resulted in people getting hurt, then it doesn't matter. There's no way that you can hold them liable for that. And all the while, they're taking all kinds of money from you. And we know that right now there's no shortage of questionable products in the marketplace. Look at you know, look at alternative health remedies. Some of those things are pretty questionable. I think some allopathic ones are questionable as well. But there's all manner of different dangerous, risky products that people can go out there and use in all number of ways. And the idea that you're going to have the federal government keeping you safe from these things is pretty utopian in my opinion. Not only would it cost – billions and billions of dollars for them to even attempt to try to put a stop to every single dangerous product out there in the marketplace but they still wouldn't be successful even if they even if they did that so give up on the the whole idea that the feds are going to protect you and start thinking of ways that we can protect ourselves start taking the responsibility into your own hands for your own safety and your family's uh, health and all of that let's go to rob listening in greenwich new jersey to xm satellite radio's extreme talk rob you're on free talk live how you doing? Hey, what's on your I mind today?
12: i send this message out to the sheeple. They need to wake up. They need to turn their TV off, listen to alternative news, get their media while they can through the through the um, Internet before it goes away with the CISPA bill and the SOPA and all that. But anyway, these, these people need to take responsibility for themselves, become more self-sufficient, stop buying into all this corporate greed. I just don't get it.
0: So it sounds like you don't trust the federal government to keep you safe.
12: Oh, Absolutely not. You got to keep your own self safe. I work for the federal government. I was in the Army. I was in Afghanistan in 2010. I get wounded. I come back. I have to go through hell through the VA in order <sighs> to get treatment and everything else. So the government is not going to keep you safe. They use you and then they let you go and you go on your merry little way and you got to learn how to make it on your own. That's why we're, we're, we have all this problem now with the economics where the government isn't going to provide you with all your little stuff that you need and your little check in the mail. you just got to go out there and do it yourself. And you know, I, I just don't get it. People, I feel ba-
1: so bad for the military guys who, uh, you know, they, they signed up. They thought that they were going to get taken care of and whatever. You know, they're, they're going. Surprise,
0: over, you've got socialized health care. Right.
1: And you uh, know, they, yeah. they come back and, yeah. and it's just a whole different world.
12: USSA, United Socialist States of America.
0: You know, That's while like, we've got you um, on here, Rob, give me an example of one of your experiences at the VA.
12: Well, the VAs treats me good. It's just, uh, it's just a little contract that you have to go through in order to get compensated in this and that um, for your injuries. So, you know, I almost got my leg blown off, and mm. uh, you come back and you have to go through through hell. You, you have to, you go through all your appointments, you get the treatment. And uh, like the doctors, nurses, they're all great people. Um, They're all ex-military themselves, so they understand it's the bureaucracy involved. It's that big government. It's that that system. That's that's where it lacks. And then you fall in the cracks. And, you know, sometimes you need help with other veterans. Thank God there is other veterans to help you out and to give you guidance and to go that way. But, you know, if you rely on them, you'll be in the tent living in a tent.
1: And there's a lot, of, a, a lot of veterans that are living in tents. What's that? There are a lot of veterans that have ended up living in tents.
12: Oh, I, I, Yeah, there is. Unfortunately, there is. And, uh, you know, people, you know, shake your hand. Thank you for your service, this and that. But And, and the other way, they're they turning your back.
0: Well, who were you really <laughs> serving anyway? Weren't you just serving the I U.S. <S. 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 government and the their workplace. corporate masters?
12: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I took the red pill and I woke up. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I, I served as the global
0: master. That's right, because I, I can tell you, you weren't serving me. I didn't want it. No. I didn't want hey, you hey, to go there.
1: He "You know, who I served the guy next to me." That's why. Yeah, served. you know, and this is what it's truly like. Once you're over there, that's you know, I mean, you're getting shot at and stuff, and you're you're trying to protect the unit because you know that unit cohesion's what's going to keep you alive. Exactly. Till you get home.
12: And that, that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, politics and all that go right out the window when when bullets start flying at you. Indeed. And Rob, the glad... only person you care about is the guy next to
0: you. I'm glad you made it back, Rob, and uh, glad to hear that you've, uh, I guess, found the, I guess, the, the better path. And thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing well, from for, you. Thanks. Yep. 450 free. Taking the uh, the red pill, as he pointed out. 18554503733 that is the SACL CAI toll-free line and of course we know that Ron Paul for instance the number 1 candidate when it comes to getting support from people in the military Of course, he's the only long shot. He's the only other candidate in the race in the Republican uh, Party's race right now. And we were talking before the show, Mark, about Ron Paul, whether or not he can actually uh, win at this point. I mean, is it is it even a possibility?
1: And they say that it's possible. I mean, there's you know there's uh, stories out there, and I've got one that says it. But you know, I wish that the young guys signing up for the military got to hear what that caller had to say because you know when we say things on the air like what we say on the air oftentimes we'll get vilified you hate america and that kind of thing that guy he's a veteran are you saying that he hates america are you saying that perhaps he's learned something through his
0: service that might be of value i think you're right about that mark yeah, i think a lot of people who are young who are considering joining the military should talk to somebody like uh, like that gentleman a former military person given a real perspective on what it's like 855 453 free talk Live Talk live. Toll free number here, 855 453. It's the SACL CAI toll free line, live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind here tonight. It's Ian and Mark. And we invite you on over to the website. You can watch, you can listen and interact. The webcam is available for you over at cam.freetalklive.com. And built into the same page as the webcam is our chat room where you can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners. Once again, head over to cam.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live brought to you by the Free State Project. Your best chance at getting liberty uh, getting liberty in your lifetime is get together with other people that think like you do. Because I can tell you that even though the liberty ideals are kind of on the rise around the country with the popularity of Ron Paul, that doesn't necessarily translate into a future of liberty in your area. Because if people – all they do is go and vote for Ron Paul and go to a Ron Paul rally, that's not going to cut it. Nope. It's not going to cut it to achieve liberty in your lifetime. You've got to do more activism than just go and vote for some presidential candidate or some local uh, candidate. You've got to do more than vote. There's more to activism than just going and punching a chad. And if you agree with that, you understand that uh, that activism enti- entails a whole lot more than that, and you're willing to do what it takes, then go to freestateproject.org and learn about a movement of thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people all moving to the same place and getting active for liberty – over at freestateproject.org that's freestateproject.org as we continue we will take your calls about whatever's on your mind let's go to jerry listening in virginia to wnis hey jerry you're on free talk live with Ian and mark
6: yes uh uh and mark uh, i i called you i suppose it's been about maybe three or four years ago perhaps a little bit longer um and in the time when uh the, the Pat Tillman um story was kind of popular it mm-hmm. it uh it had stopped um maybe a year prior to to me calling you but uh I was wondering what uh what the United States um uh, and I don't I don't know if you know this up uh, to date but uh the the army's uh, mentality or their their position in regards to the to the poppy seeds and the uh the opium um that's uh being uh harvested in Afghanistan, or if they're if they're still burning the fields, or or they're trying to harvest the um, the poppy fields for opiates and, and uh, perhaps uh, pain killing um, um, properties that could be that could lower the price. I, I know, uh, but back in the states and and perhaps um, uh, establish a, a little bit of. Um, um, Monetary value in uh, Afghanistan. And, Are and also, you asking
0: whether the military is harvesting poppy fields? Oh no, no, no. The the the,
6: the, the, the Afghanistan country itself has has always uh, uh, grown grown poppies.
0: Right. What was your what's your question about? It? Maybe I misunderstood.
6: Yes. Uh, I, well, when we were over there in the thick of things, it was always a policy of a back and forth of uh, of either. um burning the fields because it was, it was deemed morally wrong to uh, to grow it in the first place instead of foodstuffs or corn or something like that. Right. Or or to uh or to save it and to process it and, and, and to perhaps. So I'm
0: confused. Bring... You're saying the policy of the military was to either burn the fields or it's not? It's the
1: CIA's policy. The military does what the CIA wants in this particular area. The CIA has, uh, like you said, alternated between, and I don't know what's going on right now, between guarding these fields so that local farmers can have some kind of income, um, or and you know to protect protect them from the warlords and that kind of thing, to burning these fields so that the uh, the the heroin. And poppies are just poppies, by the way. The same things mm-hmm. that you grow in your yard are the same things that cr- produce opium and heroin and all these other drugs that can be used for good or for pleasure or whatever. Um, and so I, the answer is I don't frankly know what they're doing right now. Yeah, but I haven't heard anything I would recently. guess that people that were politically connected were having their uh, – poppy fields protected and people that were on the political outs are not well all if you're I know in is- karzai's tribe or whatever then you're in and if you're not you're not
0: all i know is that i heard and i don't know when the last time i heard it was that uh, afghanistan's opium production has increased and the heroin production has increased ever since the invasion is essentially it's so increased. yeah that's what i'd heard I'd, I'd heard their output has increased in that uh, under the taliban it was actually more more repressed yep. than it was. I have with heard the, the same. The U.S. military.
6: Now that makes sense uh, because there was a small, small article here in, in Virginia paper, uh, and here again, this was about, about three or four years ago. Last time I spoke on this subject, that that uh, that that had a uh, a good opinion. Um, whether you agree on the on, on the morality of. Um, of, uh, of it growing, it does exist, and and it was supposed to bring down the price considerably, uh, especially in in the states and um, and in their own country as well. And it would be a good thing in, in regards to using the qualities to uh, to relieve pain here in the states. So that's that's what I was. Uh, that's what I was asking about more than anything.
0: Jerry, thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 855 It's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Mike, listening in Nebraska to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk. Hello, Mike.
10: Hi there. I hope I got a good enough connection for you to hear me.
0: Yes, sir. You sound fine.
10: Okay, good. Hey, um, and just... uh. You're talking about the government's job protecting you, and it's not really. Uh, th- this is something, I can't reach my notes right now. I'm driving, and I can't reach the cubby hole for my notes, but I, was, I would like to study uh, case law in my spare time. Wow. And I was reading one that uh, from the Supreme Court, and it said, quote, it is not the job of law enforcement to prote- protect the citizenry. Mm-hmm. It is the job of law enforcement to protect the corporation and arrest code breakers
0: the corporation being Uh, the uh, government
10: yeah it's the corporation being the government but the supreme court called the government the corporation that's because Um, governments are
0: corporations that's why
10: yeah now what you're talking about the heroin um in 2000 afghanistan produced 18 percent of the world's uh heroin in 2010 they produced 95 percent
4: jeez yeah, yeah I that's heard that a
10: big deal. System. And you can go on YouTube and look up the U United States Marine Major talking to somebody from some mainstream news channel saying, "Oh, yeah, it's a, if we don't cultivate it, the the uh, the bad guys will." I think is what he said. So we we're just over here doing what we have to do. Yeah, like they justify it, but it's it's not. And if I could just read you one more thing, just real quick, one sentence.
1: As long as you don't crash.
10: Because of what appears to be a lawful command on the surface, many citizens, because of respect for the law, are cunningly coerced into waiving their rights due to ignorance. And that's from U.S. versus Minker it is our job to know what's going on dealing with these cops. It's not its not their job to protect you. Nope. They carry guns to protect themselves, not you.
0: Absolutely correct. The other words they leave off when you ever see the seal on the police cars, to serve and protect, they're not telling you the full story. It's true. They are there to serve and protect. They're there to serve and protect their masters calling themselves the legislature and their other buddies in the state like the attorney genital and the other uh, their cronies. They're not there to serve and protect you. And since you uh, are somebody who likes to look into the case law i'm sure you've already looked into other cases where if you for instance if you google no obligation to protect it'll come up with all kinds of interesting results just the first right at the top yeah Uh, no
1: obligation to protect if you think that the government's there to protect you Please Google that. No yeah.
0: obligation to protect. Right. It's not just. It's not just Mike finding one sentence in one case somewhere. You know, ran over and in the over past. again. It's over and over in and, and a lot of different areas. It's they easy. Have ruled this. If,
1: if the government was had, was responsible for protecting you, then when your house got burglarized, they'd have to pay for it. You know as well as I do. If you hired a company to protect your house and your house got burglarized, they'd be responsible. Mike, That's and
10: right. Things. And, hey, I'm going to look that up tonight. No obligation to protect. I'll research that. Um, the last thing I wanted to ask you was, you know, in, in, in the event that there's some kind of a collapse and there's martial law or uh, there's checkpoints like there already are, I'm a truck driver. When I go through Tennessee on the Interstate 64, there's Homeland Security checkpoints all the time where they just stop you and start, you know, uh, shaking you down and Yikes. questioning you. But Is it just, that, is is it that just truckers
1: it happens, that they stop? Uh, wait, do they just stop the truckers or do they stop everybody? They stop everybody. It's the Viper team. That's scary. Yeah, the Viper team that is checking out uh, bus stops and that kind of thing.
0: Mike, thanks for the call tonight, man.
10: What what, what percentage do you think of the police officers and law enforcement are going to say, hey, we don't want to go along with this BS?
0: I don't know. I would hope each one of them has their line in the sand, but I doubt many of them have thought about it. Thank you, Mike, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. If any law enforcement officers would like to answer that question, where is your line in the sand? 855-453-FREE-TALK-LIVE.
1: The Seasteading Institute, they want to create freedom on the open seas. Did you know they're having a conference? You could meet fellow forward thinkers and discover where you fit into the up-and-coming for-profit seasteading sector. It's May 31st to June 2nd at La Meridian Hotel in San Francisco. Discounted registration prior to May the 1st. Special rates for students and the press. Get 10% off with promo code FTL. Get registered before May the 1st at seasteading.freetalklive.com.
0: Talk Live. Toll-free number here, 855 free. It's the SACL CAI Toll-Free Line. Live Saturday edition of the program. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts here. Is it possible that Ron Paul could win at uh, at this point? Some people still believe that it is. I don't know if they're deluding themselves, but maybe we could take a look at that here in a little bit. Of course, we'll also take your calls about whatever you want. 855-450-FREE is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. And here tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Uh, Don't forget, you can help support Free Talk Live. You can go and become an amplifier over at amp.freetalklive.com. When you are an amplifier, you get access to special perks like access to the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only forum, podcast, and more – once again, drop by amp.freetalklive.com. Learn more about it and get signed up with any major credit card through PayPal or use Visa or MasterCard right on our website. Again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. We continue with you and your calls. Joe is listening in Idaho to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk. Hey, Joe. How you
13: doing? Joe, doing uh, great. I just caught tail into tail end of one of your uh, callers about the Uh, heroin trade in Afghanistan. There's an excellent article that appeared in Soldier of Fortune by a gentleman that was over there uh, to help the uh, Afghanistan in drug interdiction. The title of the article is Afghanistan, It's All About the Dope. Uh, The author's first name is Stu Uh, Steinberg. I believe is his last name. He is a Vietnam vet. Also, he was uh, in law enforcement in Oregon, and the article uh, is a scathing account of what's going on in Afghanistan. Hmm. And also, there is a uh, fellow by the name of Craig Roberts, who is a retired lieutenant colonel from the Army, uh, who is also a uh, Vietnam vet. He was in the Marine Corps before he joined the the Army. He has, on his site, a lot of information about the drug trade uh, that happened in Vietnam and Afghanistan. No, when you Vietnam. say it's...
0: But let's go back to the, the first part about the article. When, uh, when you say it's scathing, what do you mean? Scathing in what way?
13: Well, Stu Steinberg will never go back to Afghanistan. Uh, they would probably kill him. If you read his article... Uh, he describes uh, what happens, what is happening uh, with the drug trade in Afghanistan and how uh, I think one of your callers mentioned before that the production uh, is probably up four or fivefold at least in Afghanistan.
0: And this is presumably under the watchful eye of the U.S. military.
13: Well, uh, being a a Marine myself, I saw the Marine that was in the poppy field guarding, uh, you know, there were troops there. It it makes you wonder, what are we doing there?
0: Right. And then there was, you mentioned also Vietnam, where certainly it's no... Anybody that has paid attention to the drug trade knows that there were people in the military that were using their connections to move fairly large amounts of uh, black tar heroin uh, across uh, across the ocean, come here to the U.S.
13: If you read uh, Craig Roberts Rifle dot com is the site, he describes uh, President Q, President uh, or Vice President T. Uh, the players that were involved in the drug trade and the banks that were involved, there's a, there's a trail. Uh, and this is, we're talking
0: uh, it, about it, Vietnam early,
13: or yeah, early sixties. But if you compare what, and Stuart Steinberg, I believe was either in the, he was in the 101st or 82nd. He was in Vietnam during the Tet Offensive. I was there in 69 and 70, but I find it ironic that if you read uh, Stewart's article that's in Soldier of Fortune, I think it was a year ago, last December, and if you go to Greg Roberts' site, who was, uh, he was a helicopter pilot, he worked for the Tulsa Police Department, he's a retired lieutenant colonel, these are pretty credible people. And they just, they discuss uh, name names and point fingers
0: at who's involved in the drug trade, just like. And you mean like who's work. involved within the U.S. federal government?
1: Apparently, the president and the vice president at the time.
0: Joe, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate the uh, the heads up it's and clean. the information. 450 free. That's the sacl CAI toll free line. We continue here. Francisco is in Denver, Colorado. You're on Free Talk Live at the end of Mark. Uh, hey guys,
9: thanks for taking my call. Hey, I go just ahead. To talk. Uh, about CISPA uh, that you spoke about yesterday uh, yes. at the beginning of the show. Uh, so CISPA stands for Cyber Intelligence Sharing and Protection Act. It does. And uh, I was listening to the podcast this morning, and I believe Ian had mentioned that the bill is completely unnecessary. And I just want to call and, and talk about that statement. So I uh, just want to say that I work in the information security industry. That's what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, And I completely agree with you. Um, I mean, before I say anything, I just have to say that uh, anything I say is just my opinion, not the opinion of my employer. But, um, I mean, the information security industry has always shared data between uh, competitors. I mean, the organization I work for has a research and development arm where, uh, you know, we'll find any exploits or vulnerabilities and things that have not been discovered yet, and we'll publish them, uh, you know, on on our website for free for anybody. That includes competing companies.
0: Right. Where I mean, look at virus. Uh, look at the virus researchers. I mean, they're taking reports from anywhere they can because we all know that uh, working together, cooperating to some extent on some issues is very, uh, very helpful for everyone. Raises all the, uh, and, the boats.
9: And that's exactly what we do. And when we come out to the markets first and provide some important information about a threat that may not have yet been discovered or, you know, the the software vendor is not aware of yet. Uh, First of all, we can be the first to market, which uh, puts our name in the headlines, which is really good. Mm -hmm. Additionally, uh, we make our customers feel better, right? Because we can publish this post, say, look, this is what we found. And, by the way, you're already protected against any of this if you have our services. Right. Which is is really helpful. And even more, I mean... um, Many organizations in the information security world, not only the the one I work for, um, share information with uh, large software vendors, you know, large ones like Microsoft, Apple, stuff like that, where you actually have agreements between organizations. But, say, for example, the information security company will provide, um, as an example, Microsoft, specific data about the types of attacks that we're seeing against their operating system, right? In return, Microsoft will give us some advanced notice on stuff that that they may uh, release to the public. For example, let's say they'll tell us, hey, in a month, we're going to release this update to our operating system. It's patching this pretty important bug. You may want to do something about that. So any kind of uh, sharing of information between tech companies is already being done in abundance. And I think uh, the government being involved in that at all even in the most minute detail will just
0: hinder anything that's being done absolutely I mean, and of course it yeah. seems to me that I'm glad that you called to back me up on that because I I knew that to some extent, I was speculating a little bit, but I also knew that there were some level of like there was nothing prohibiting companies from from sharing information. And, and as you pointed out, there's plenty of it that, that's going on. So then, wouldn't you agree that CISPA that the real purpose of CISPA is to basically exempt mega corporations from liability for following the uh, the diktats of the federal government? Uh,
9: possibly, you know, I, I think it also has a lot to do with um, protecting government. From cyber attacks, quote unquote, maybe, or uh, just uh, having more information about what their citizens are doing online, because it, uh, you know, it adds to a lot of uh, what's going on. Like, you know, it uh, it allows them to ask ISPs or uh, any large internet corporation, let's say Google, Apple, whatever it may be, to provide data without caring about privacy laws, right? I mean, they're basically throwing all the privacy laws out and saying, "But you could be a cyber terrorist."
0: Well, no, no doubt about it. But my point there is that the government's already protected from those privacy laws and that they're not liable for their actions. So the only people that are liable for violating privacy are those corporations, the Verizons, AT&Ts of the world, Comcast. And so CISPA would effectively make them no longer liable for violating yeah. your privacy at the government's behest. That seems to be uh-huh. the crux of the, uh, the issue.
5: Absolutely.
9: I and, mean, I mean, it's, it's been well-known. I mean, and you can research this. Recently, there was an article uh, from a whistleblower who worked at an AT&T site uh, that basically all his job was was to uh, collect data from their customers.
0: Right, and ship um, it out to the NSA. You know. I'd heard about that. And thank you, Francisco, exactly. for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 855 free That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Coming up, Ron Paul and or Robot Sex. We can talk about either one or whatever's on your mind. 855 free It's Free Talk Live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest Liberty Forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. Free Talk Live, you can bring up whatever you want. Toll free number here, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that you'll find there for free. Once again, freetalklive.com joining you tonight. It's Ian and Mark. Uh, so you can, of course, bring up anything you want. It's the point of the program. We do it live seven nights per week. And when you're over at the website, you can actually control the content there as well. You can find different... Things online that you enjoy, and you can share them with our listeners. And then others vote as to whether or not they like or dislike what you've shared. You get to vote on things too. The most voted up make it to the front page in the top of the site over at freetalklive.com. Our number again, 855 free. We touched briefly in the last hour on Ron Paul as a possible topic of conversation because you know what? People just aren't talking about Ron Paul often enough. He's still in the race. It's not a done deal quite yet. And in fact, some people believe that he could possibly win, even though it sure looks like Mitt Romney is well on the way to... He certainly
1: claimed for himself the Republican nomination.
0: Right. I mean, he's got a bunch of the uh, the delegates, uh, at least presumably. And I think that the media... I remember that we talked a little while back, a few months ago, about how the media kind of grants delegates to people, even though they may not actually have them. Yeah. That they're not very good because the whole delegate process confusing as hell. Like I don't understand it. It's different in every state. There's no way anybody can understand it. Right, and so how right. can the average uh, MSNBC or Fox News, you know, anchor person have any idea? It what basically
1: has to about? be your full-time job to in order to know what the delegate strategy is in any given state.
0: Well, thankfully, Ron Paul has people that know this stuff. Like sure, he's got the guys that have done the research. They that,
1: they never stopped campaigning in two, that from two thousand and eight.
0: Yeah. So here's the news from International Business Times at ibtimes.com. Ron Paul is the final Mitt Romney alternative in the GOP presidential race now that Newt Gingrich is bowing out, a fact that has wide-ranging implications for the party's chances of winning the White House in 2012. Though Ron Paul's 2012 campaign has been consistently underestimated, much as his 2008 campaign was – He has managed to continue to bring in millions of dollars in donations and to pack his rallies with thousands of vociferous supporters. And
1: I think this is very interesting. When you'll see rallies for Mitt Romney, it'll be a few dozen people. When you see rallies for Ron Paul, it's a few thousand people.
0: Maybe it's a little more than a few dozen for Romney, maybe a couple hundred, but uh, but if you look at the it's interesting looking at the pictures because sometimes if you if you look online, you'll mm. find comparison photos where they'll have a Romney uh, photo, and then they'll have a Ron Paul photo, and Ron Paul's talking to a stadium full of people, and Mitt Romney's in a stadium, but there's only like a few bleachers that are full right. that have been moved in to sit right in front of his stage and the interesting thing is, if you look at the audience in Romney's picture, at least the one that I've seen, it's a bunch of guys in suits. So it looks like, you know, the corporate executive uh, limos had delivered them there and right. those are the only kind of people that'll come out to this.
1: That it's his campaign staff, you know, wearing their suits.
0: Well, I'm sure that he has his corporate supporters out there as well. But why are...
1: would they come to a uh, why would they come to a rally? Good point. I mean, why in the world is the, you know, the head of Goldman Sachs going to come out for a Romney rally?
0: Yeah. Yay! I mean, what, <laughs> yeah, good if, point. <laughs> if he
1: cares enough He's going to send 100 people, A check, go yeah. go, hire, go hire some homeless people, send them over there, if he actually cared enough.
0: And, uh, you know, Romney and those other politicians aren't below hiring people to show up at rallies. They're not below that. They'll do that stuff.
1: They did it uh, for the Ames-Iowa straw poll.
0: So, as this uh, article here, Connor Adams-Sheets is the writer, he points out that uh, Ron Paul is packing rallies with thousands of supporters, despite not having Jack for media time. I mean, as soon as... Uh, as soon as they stopped uh, these doing doing these debates, pretty much they've been ignoring Ron Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, as such, it's no surprise he writes that he's the last man left in the, in the in the race against Mitt Romney. From day one, Ron Paul, a Texas congressman and medical doctor, has been couched by it's the mainstream a media. Twelve
1: time congressman, he's the most elected person who was running. It's very interesting how they call him unelectable when he's the most elected person that was running.
0: He's been couched by the mainstream media as an underdog, a sideshow candidate incapable of beating his establishment opponents and unworthy of much attention. But he's proven And a-
1: one I really do wonder, I mean, you know, how could he possibly get through the Republican apparatus? Even when he started running, I said that look, I think he's going to beat Obama in a general election. But I don't think he can get through the primary in order to do it. And maybe his delegate strategy will work, and maybe it won't.
0: That's about all they've got left. He's proven over and over again that he's a strong force, and recent news reports indicate that he's not going away anytime soon. Unlike the other candidates who were once seen as frontrunners, Paul has always flown under the radar, slowly and methodically gathering delegates along the way.
1: Now, um, And he is g- gathering delegates, there's no doubt about it, but it seems you know, either one of two things is going to happen here. the uh, Either the Republicans are going to rally behind Mitt Ra- Romney they're going to say, oh, well, you know, at least it's not Obama and get behind uh, Romney, which, you know, I, I don't even know that that's a true statement. Yeah, as far as the I difference? can tell, the only difference between uh, uh, Romney and Obama is skin color and a haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they seem like they're exactly the same to me. But, you know, whatever. That's my opinion, not theirs. Or they're going to say, look, we only have one other candidate for whom to vote. And, I mean, it was funny, in Pennsylvania, 6% voted for Santorum. He wasn't even in the race. So, uh, you know, I mean, who knows what people are going to do. There's still quite a bit of election left, and Ron Paul could get quite a few delegates in the process if people decide that he's the alternative to Mitt Romney, as Gingrich and Santorum and so many other candidates along the way uh, thought that they were. So, I mean, it's possible that he could get more delegates, but... You know, their delegate strategy seems to be, uh, you know, get to uh, get to Tampa and then surprise everybody with how many delegates they have.
0: He may not be winning the votes of entire states like Mitt Romney, who picked up five more states on Tuesday. But he is winning over individual delegates to the nominating convention, already having secured half of the delegates in both Iowa and Minnesota. That's right. And working on a number of other states and many of the
1: other states along the way. I mean, this isn't just Iowa and Minnesota. There's a lot of states where. You know, what people don't understand is that essentially the elections were beauty contests Mm -hmm. and that the delegates... Are chosen later at different times. And,
0: and they don't have anything to do with who won the election, right? And,
1: and, you know, you can see by the people that turn out at Ron Paul's speeches that the people that are there for Ron Paul are truly committed. For sure. The people that are there that were supporting, uh, you know, Pawlenty and then Kane and then Romney and then Bachman and, you know, just on down the line. These Where'd people they are committed. Right. These, are, <laughs> these are the high school floozies of the Republican Party. They just sleep around with anybody. Um, you know, Ron Paul you know, these they're going steady and they're willing to get involved in the delegate process. The average person who's listening to me that votes Republican doesn't have any the foggiest inclination as to what the delegate process is. Nope. If they even know who their congressman is, the, their, their congress critters are up in Washington, D.C., they don't have the foggiest inclination what the delegate process is. Whereas the Ron Paul people, they know. They know, they're committed, they understand the delegate process, they're involved, and they're going to be where the vote matters. Going up and voting in a primary? Come on. You think that matters?
0: As such, Ron Paul 2012 campaign is hoping for something like Warren G. Harding's surprise win in 1920 when Harding eventually won despite heading into the convention with the fewest delegates of any remaining candidate and Harding went on to sweep into the White House.
1: Now, I'd like to point out that the Harding strategy is, uh, you know, I think that it, it's very interesting and I'm excited by it. But I'd like to point out that this was before the primary processes, the modern primary processes that exist today.
0: And so it appears it's
1: different. Th- if something happens with Ron Paul, we can look to history, but it'll be unprecedented.
0: It appears the path to the convention has been cleared of obstacles for Ron Paul's. Fox News said this week that his presence at the 2012 Republican National Convention in Tampa looks inevitable at this point. So it's within the Now They realm- tried
1: to crush him out of the last one. Uh, you know, they tried to, to make it so the Ron Paul people never the Ron Paul never had a chance to speak. They had actually mm-hmm. another convention across town.
0: Oh, I remember that. And
1: yeah. uh, I mean, the Republican Party was. Just disgusting to the Ron Paul people all around.
0: Well, they still are, but it's, it's going to be a lot harder to ignore Ron Paul this time around. He's bigger than he's ever been.
1: Well, and a lot of people are beginning to see that these wars that uh, have been fought for the military industrial complex and oil companies really have done nothing but drive up the price of oil and gas, and, and kill people. They have done nothing for the American people. There's no value to the American public for these wars. And they're beginning to see that. They know that Ron Paul is the only one that actually will cut spending. I mean, you could take a look at Romney and what his uh, tenure in, in Massachusetts was, and you're lying to yourself if you think he's going to cut spending.
0: So ibtimes.com I, says it's within the realm of possibility that Ron Paul could upset Mitt Romney and pull out the rug from uh, from under him. And the Republican establishment winning the GOP nomination despite the odds being stacked against the Paul campaign from the races outset. So we will, of course, keep you informed as that continues to develop here. 855-453, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You are certainly welcome to comment on Ron Paul. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Touch on things we've already talked about tonight. Or, again, take control of the airwaves here at 855-453. It's Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. This is Free Talk Live, the toll-free number for you to take control of the airwaves, 855-453. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It is the live Saturday edition. And here with you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. 1-855-450-3733. We continue with your calls in a moment. If you're looking
1: for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear... ManVentureOutpost.com has some of the best rates you're going to be able to find on the Internet. I've got a couple of friends who are really avid outdoors people. I've certainly bought some things from ManVentureOutpost.com. But they're, they know their stuff when it comes to prices and that kind of thing. And they were stunned by the rates on the name brand items over there, whether it's knives or – ammunition everybody's looking for ammunition these days scopes binoculars laser sights tactical flashlights fish finders boating equipment everything the outdoors enthusiast might need they've got it over at manventureoutpost.com they will ship it to you fast and you will get some of the best rates you're going to be able to find on the internet they're family-owned members of good standing of the better business bureau that's so important when you're talking about shopping online you can get an additional five percent off with coupon code FTL. Now, 5% off at ManVentureOutpost.com, because they have such small margin, is a huge amount. They'll take care of shipping, at the very least. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com.
0: All right. So, the toll-free number here again, 855 free to the phones and the fun. Let's talk to Mark, listening in Indy to WXNT. Hey, Mark, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and another Mark. Mark in Indy. Mark in Indy, going once. Mark in Indy, going twice.
14: Hi, can you hear me? There
0: you are, Mark. Go ahead, sir.
14: Hi, thanks for taking my call. No um, problem. So what I wanted to talk about was real politics, and, you know, I self-identify as a libertarian, mm-hmm. but I don't support Ron Paul. And the reason is because of the, his foreign policy, and it kind of brings up a broader topic for me.
0: Well, hold on. Now, how would you define libertarian?
14: Um, I believe in a minimalist government. I believe basically people should have the right to live their lives unencumbered to the extent that they're not
0: harming others. So what part of his foreign policy – with which part do you disagree?
14: I I think I disagree with his foreign policy, and specifically it seems to abandon – I mean just to to define our terms so you're familiar with real politics, with class wits, with – a, a nation-state pursuing its objectives by, you know, uh, the full means of its its economic, diplomatic, and military power. Are you I don't believe
0: in that? concepts like nation-states, so oh, okay. we're not even on the same page there. I think right. that's just a fantasy. Okay.
1: <laughs> to me, <laughs> so when, you say, when you say that is. a nation-state uses its full economic um, and military power against something, to me that, that doesn't sound libertarian. Right. Because what a nation-state claims for itself is your labor. And if it claims your labor, it essentially claims your body. If it claims your body, it claims you as a slave. So that, to me, is a highly unlibertarian principle.
14: Well, since we live in a world of nation-states, and I don't want to be a utopian, that's kind of where I'm coming from, is living in the United States, which is one of a collection of nation-states,
1: each of which— Which other nation does the things the United States does? Say that again? Which other nation out there, there's 200 and something of them, does the same things that the United States does as far as this adventurous foreign policy requiring its taxpayers to uh, to basically pay to keep the, the seas, the open sea lanes open for the rest of the world. Uh, you know, the, the our taxpayers pay for the policemen of the world, essentially.
14: Every nation state pursues its objectives and agenda to the extent that it is capable. And since the U.S. is has a greater capability arguably you know that's what they do i'm not defending every action that the us takes as
0: as a self proclaimed uh, libertarian what do you feel like the objectives of the so called nation state should be
14: i think they should to a degree be to further the security of its citizens
1: well certainly and, i can make the argument that uh, that they're creating more less security by going over there and creating more terrorists every single day i'm sure you've heard that right
14: right that's that's a discussion that has merit. But I guess what I'm saying is there are instances where – I mean, I'll pull one out of a hat. You know, say Saddam Hussein's invasion of Kuwait. I think that's a not pretty good our one. neighborhood, but for example, if you allow a dictator to have control of 40% of the world's oil reserves, it could impact – Economically and otherwise. So you don't (laughs) really
0: agree with leaving people alone. Then I mean, you said on one hand that as a libertarian, self-described, that you believe that people should be left alone uh, for the most part, unless they're you know hurting people. uh, But that you don't really believe people should be left alone. You do believe in, in meddling in other people's business around the world.
14: That's what I'm saying. I do believe in real politic, and I guess just well, to I kind
0: of call you a libertarian. Around, I mean, well, you hold know, know. on. I'm, I'm not willing.
1: To, I'm, I'm not willing to go I, out I, of this. When you're talking about the situation of the uh, the first Gulf War, I I kind of understand why. I mean, you know, if you're talking about a libertarian war, that might be one. Hussein had permission okay. to invade. But, Kuwait. but that's that's a that's a that's a belief that you have
0: at this point. The U.S. government told him he could go and do that. Th- like, do uh, uh, I, you I think, think the caller I, I knows mean, that?
14: Before we get into the the he said, she said, I guess my point is, to me, there are examples where a nation-state can and should, you know, protect its It's interests It's the just rule theory. I I guess that's really my question. Do you believe as libertarians that we shouldn't. We should it's, withdraw to our borders and... First of all, I'm whatever. not a,
0: I'm not a libertarian. I used to use that term until people like you came along and started <laughs> using that term. Uh, so yes. I believe in true liberty, which means that human beings should be able to live their lives how they want, as so long as they don't harm anyone else. So therefore, I don't believe in the idea of a nation-state in the first place, because it's just an idea, it's just a concept. It doesn't actually exist. They're only human beings. They're only individuals. Well, that's And where the you're idea wrong. of nation-states I mean, keeps people separated, it, you say it
14: doesn't actually exist. It keeps I people mean, separated.
0: It and it's the pre- Dominant no. political structure. No, of absolutely absolutely in, it only exists in your mind.
1: It, well, it exists in fantasy. everybody's mind, in the not si- mine. and the same Well, I mean, you live in a world. I, where I see you human sound beings, a
14: lot like a kid who's covering his ears and saying "la la la." I, I see mean,
1: human beings. Live in the real and, world. You the know what? Just because everybody in the world political. is under the
0: delusion that there are these things called nation states because somebody drew some lines on a map and said, this is uh, Iraq and this is uh, Great Britain and, you know, it's all of these are all of these ideas are designed to divide people and to, bring, and to keep that, people isn't apart. Isn't it
14: funny that I don't need to use a disparaging tone with you just to, to have a discussion with you and you yeah. feel the need to do that to me? So you're yeah.
1: owning him on this one. He absolutely is getting shrill. Um, now, but I would like to point now, this just theory... Um, uh, I'll, know, let the,
14: I'll let the listeners decide who sounds shrill. Uh, I, I you're the one who's delusional, dude. You believe a,
0: in silly well, things like nation-states. I mean, I, it's hard to talk to somebody did. who's uh, you know under, living under delusions. Like everybody. I have
14: not called you delusional. I have not talked over you. Well, I, think I have a, not interrupted
0: you. I think I a mass
14: delusion... I
0: mean, Actually, you have interrupted me, but that's fine. It's part of the way things go on talk radio. So, I think a mass delusion is... is pro-
14: I, I'm looking... I mean no, I don't view you him. as an adversary. I guess what I'm saying is this is a problem that I struggle with as a self I, – I, I guess I don't meet your definition, but I think of myself as a supporter of individual liberty. But well, no, you, I, no, I you don't. Luck.
0: You're well, not a supporter because – <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me ask you a question to clarify whether or not you're a you Here's a supporter. Here's a simple, for question, for me. simple question to clarify whether you actually support individual liberty. Should I have the liberty in your ideal world to opt out of your little programs?
14: Which, see, little programs, it's disparaging again. Okay. Why do so you have to do big that? simple programs. question.
0: Should big I have programs? the ability to opt well, out?
14: <laughs> it, it is simple in its sense, but what little program, or can you be more specific? Any of them. It, Should I have the, the ability to opt out?
0: That's what I thought. 855-450-FREE. SACO CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. You don't believe saying. in individual liberty unless you want people to have the freedom to say No. More coming up. You take control. It's Free Talk Live. Until then, you're just a little petty dictator. Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You may take control of the airwaves here. Bring in whatever you want, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, one 450 3733 You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that await you there. There are a number of them. And they include the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing their listeners of this program. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. As we continue taking your you phone calls. You don't even want to
1: discuss the guy that uh, we had on last there? What do you want to say? I, I think that you got dogmatic. I think that you uh, r- ruined an opportunity to uh, discuss with somebody who you know, shares your principles largely about, the real, about real life and how we can apply you know, the libertarian ideals inside of real life.
0: That guy didn't share my principles. I think it was made pretty clear. Okay. He wants to tell people how they should live. He wants to tell people, you know, if I want to opt out, he doesn't want to let me opt out. He seemed to
1: be, you know, pretty much on board with having a small government, at least on a domestic policy. Well, we
0: do. Every Republican says they're for small government and then they go and they make the government bigger. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and, and Republicans that don't want to sound like Republicans have decided to call themselves libertarians. Sure, they
1: absolutely have. And being pious and yelling at them doesn't fix that.
0: You might be right about that, Mark. But I, I got pretty frustrated by the fact that this guy's calling himself a libertarian. As How somebody you get who, frustrated? In- somebody who used to appreciate that term, it used know. to mean, used to mean something. They to took me. something from being, you. I understand. Being a libertarian used to mean, for those that don't know it used to mean that you 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 thought that human beings should be free to live their lives how they want. That I don't believe in true. A, That you don't believe in aggressive force. That Even is, in the
1: time of Milita- uh, Murray Rothbard, there was the radical caucus within the Libertarian Party. There had always been moderates within the Libertarian Party. So the Libertarian never really meant what you're saying. The, uh, meant, the
0: Libertarian, the libertarian movement you. was always larger than the Libertarian Party, Mark. That's just one wing of the Libertarian movement. You were
1: one of these people at the same time.
0: Go talk to the founders of the Libertarian Party and you ask them how they, how they feel about the party today go ahead
1: what do you think they'll tell you
0: different people are gonna have different ideas what do you think they'll tell you the founders of the party what do you think i
1: don't even know who all the founders are and uh, i know that uh, one of them went off and became a republican
0: who's that i can't remember his name okay then you don't know it 855-450-FREE the sacral cai toll free line james is listening in mobile alabama to wabh hello james hello how are you gentlemen hey what's on your mind tonight
3: well, as an independent with libertarian leanings, yes. I can't say I'm a libertarian completely. For God's sakes, don't say some. that to him. <laughs> but, uh, but my question to you is, now I'm uh, uh, forced into a situation where I have to either vote for Mitt Romney, the corporate raider, whom I believe will steal from the middle class to give to the rich, or I have to vote for Barack Obama, who I know will steal from the middle class and give to the poor and the rich. And the rich, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. He's got his select group of uh, corporate raiders too. So uh, tell me what to do.
0: Well, hey, I would never I tell like you. Any, I would never tell them. you what to you do. Know, but what? you don't have to vote for either of those people.
3: I'd rather vote for Ron Paul,
0: but... Uh,
1: well, you may or may not get your opportunity. There'll certainly be a more pro-Liberty candidate out there, whether, uh, you know, whether it's Ron Paul or Gary Johnson coming from the Libertarians. I don't know.
3: I hope it's Gary Johnson. My son believes it will be,
0: but I hope so. He's a, he, I hope not. He's I, not a Libertarian at all. Uh,
1: well, he, he certainly is. Um, <laughs> so much more than, uh, than the other options out there, just because he doesn't agree with you on Gitmo. See, this is the problem with being extraordinarily rigid. Nothing, nothing ever pleases one.
0: But, yeah, how dare anyone have a principle? Yeah. Whoa.
1: They, oh, yeah. Or enforce it to the point that uh, they can get nothing done. But what you need to do is you need to relax when it comes to voting per president. Your vote doesn't really count much anyway. I live, in, I, agree. I live in New Hampshire. We had four stinking electoral votes during the presidential election in 2008. Um, I believe it was a 40,000 margin between uh, the victor and the loser in McCain and Obama in New Hampshire. So if I would have my whole family, if everybody I knew voted the way I wanted them to vote and we were to change our votes, it wouldn't matter. Because forty the the margin was forty thousand, so Obama still would have won New Hampshire, and in your state, likely the situation is the same. Uh, likely, if may you, I also say this? Yeah, sure. Uh,
3: you know, I live in a state where people vote for the incumbent; they're like sheep. Yeah. And we it's have like a everywhere. scumbag congressman, Republican congressman, that voted for TARP and voted for the stimulus package, and he's a big spendthrift. And nobody chose to oust him, you know, like they did in other states, so I don't know what what to think about my own state
1: you know it's it's this is something that everybody's dealing with um you know incumbents tend to get elected reelected like more than ninety something percent of the time. I don't know what the percentage is, but it begins with a nine, and it's two it's digits very high. and you know it's it's sad this is the reason that we came up with the idea of the free state project and it that's you know it's a project that Ian and I moved for 6 years ago and we order-
0: didn't come up with the idea Jason Sorens did
1: well you know we being people who believe in the ideas of liberty Jason Sorens is the founder certainly and a lot of people got behind it but you know he hasn't even picked up and moved yet so
0: you know we are promoting a good idea a lot of
1: people can get uh, can, can can get can get involved in this so um, you know the idea is, is to move as many liberty loving individuals to one state in order to actually have an effect Rather than kind of, you know, bemoaning and complaining, which is what basically people who believe in the ideas of liberty have been relegated to that's up to a this It's a lot point. easier
0: to complain than actually do something. Hey, James, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 855 free. Before we go on, Mark, I wish you would stop this nonsense of uh, calling Gary Johnson a libertarian. I mean, even Gary Johnson won't call himself a libertarian according he's to... Running for the libertarian nomination. He I, is, but that's just because he's a politician and he wants attention. Washington Times, and I think he's a very nice man. I mean, I've had the chance to meet him. He sat here in this, in this studio. I've he's certainly times. right on a number of issues, like the war on drugs, for instance. Unfortunately, as The Daily Caller uh, did an interview with him and Washington Times— recently. Washington. This article is from April 12th. Okay. Uh, Washington Times reporting on this. Uh, Johnston, uh, Johnson rather proposes in this article by the Daily Caller to cut the military budget by 43%. However, when pressed on one hypothetical military intervention after another, Johnson refuses to rule any of them out. He'd consider military intervention for humanitarian reasons. He believes the United States should maintain a military presence in the Middle East. He would continue drone attacks in Pakistan. By the end of the interview, libertarians were likely waiting for Johnson to rip off a masked Scooby-Doo villain-style revealing he was really dick cheney in disguise gary johnson did a lot of things as governor of new mexico that libertarians like most notably his impressive record of vetoes more vetoes
1: than any governor in the history of the united states from what we can tell
0: he's also taken a lot of positions during the election cycle that libertarians agree with however he's actually told us from the beginning that he's not a libertarian whether libertarians wanted to hear it or not From the moment that he announced his run for president as a Republican, Gary Johnson has stated that he believes that all government policies should be formulated using a cost-benefit analysis. analysis, What are we spending our money on, he says, and what are we getting in return? Libertarians would likely question him on just who we is and how it became our money, but I digress. Of course, he's absolutely right. While that might be a lot better than what Washington is doing now, all cost and no discernible benefit, it is not how libertarians make policy decisions. And he goes on to talk you about that. Know, it's,
1: it's a person writing an article, and there will be
0: plenty of people. It's Tom will... Mullen. I think we actually met him. Yeah, one he, time. he did, and yeah. I
1: know the Tom. I know how Tom feels about Gary Johnson. I get it. However, I mean the fact is, when you compare, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big-tit libertarian. Absolutely, I believe that people be- who believe in smaller, less intrusive government on some issues, but not on others, certainly fit under the category of libertarian. If they're in the top quadrant of the you Nolan chart, you don't understand
0: Church, the point of the Libertarian Party. It was originally founded to be an educational organization by not some pol- people, not a political people? organization. Go ahead and do the research, Mark. Some people felt that way;
1: other people felt differently. You speak as though you knew the mind of every person who was involved, and it's absolutely ludicrous. You You sound like a dogmatic uh,
0: iconoclast. I am an iconoclast and a dogmatic one who will not listen to reason. There is no reason that can convince me to aggress against my peaceful neighbor, Mark. I'm for.
1: Look, I am totally have sympathy for what you're talking about. I'm not saying that I don't. However, when you have the option between Mitt Romney, Gary Johnson, and Barack Obama. The person who believes in Gary liberty? Gary Johnson's
0: a better choice of those three options. But I don't want to choose Gary Johnson if there are real liberty-minded candidates who could get that nomination. And inevitably there will be people running against Gary Johnson at the Libertarian Party's national convention. And they are the ones, the ones who support liberty in every issue, How every time. How many of them has been elected to, those a, are the uh, ones to, to an executive position? Mark, How many get of them real. Have ve- Gary, Gary Johnson isn't going to win the election as a libertarian. No Libertarian Party candidate can win an election. There's it doesn't happen like that. this year than any other. You are living in a fantasy if you believe the Libertarian Party has a chance to win an election. The point of being a Libertarian Party candidate is to spread a principled message of liberty. And Gary Johnson can't do that. He doesn't have principles. This is Free Talk Live. You may bring up anything you want. Even in these remaining moments, we might be able to sneak your call in at 855-450-FREE. But if you don't get in tonight, no worries. We do it seven nights a week. And you can join Mark uh, for the live Sunday edition of the program. Same time, same place. That's right. Unless it's not on in the same place, there's a chance that your local talk radio station doesn't carry the Sunday edition of the show, if that's the case. Or maybe they don't carry the weeknight edition. Uh, We do. Again, we do it seven nights a week. So if you're not getting every single night, all three hours a night, of free talk live on your local talk radio station, give them a call and tell them, first of all, thanks for carrying some free talk live if they do. And ask them real nicely. The program director, ask uh, him or her real nicely to add more free talk live. If you don't get any free talk live on your local talk radio waves, then call your local talk station and ask nice to have some free talk live because some is better than none. And all seven nights is better than one or Six or whatever. Again, freetalklive.com is where you can learn more about us.
1: The Seasteading Institute. They want to create freedom on the open seas. Did you know they're having a conference? You know, a lot of people out uh, west probably want to go to the Liberty Forum or Pork Fest and they just can't make it all the way over here to New Hampshire. Hey, There's a conference going on with seasteading right there in San Francisco. You can meet your fellow forward thinkers, investors, entrepreneurs, engineers, ocean law experts, maritime professionals, and find out where you fit into the up-and-coming for-profit seasteading sector. When's this happening? This is uh, happening from May the 31st to June the 2nd at La Meridian Hotel. There are jobs to be had there. Um, It's, uh, like I said, in San Francisco. Uh, There's discounted registration prior to May the 1st, so we're getting really, 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 really close to the deadline. There's special rates for students and the press, of course. Uh, Get 10% off with promo code FTL. Get registered before May the 1st at csteading.freetalklive.com. csteading.freetalklive.com
0: com. Let's go to Linda listening in South Carolina, Charleston's WSCFM. Hello, Linda.
15: Hi, and hey, hi, Linda. Mark. Hey, Linda. I just love you both, and I mean that. I believe and you. I'm very proud of you because the way you handle talking to people like that one fella, and I know there's a lot of emotion from hearing this jerk a person speak. I'm trying to be nice. And the fact that you gave him a chance to speak his mind just makes me even more proud of you both. Well, Uh, I agree with Mark. I did get pretty
0: shrill with the guy. I was proud
15: of you, but you know, you spoke my heart because I never put a label on myself. I just knew, and I'm old enough to be your grandmother, but I knew when I was a child that things weren't right. I felt no choices, uh, herded like cattle. Um, I just had an odd way of thinking compared to my peers and family. And so when I was, began listening to you two, I had a great deal of pride, and I became wiser and thought, well, that's who I am. And when that fellow got on and tried to take a stand that he stood with us and would say, no, we couldn't opt out, which he wouldn't admit that, by the way, he wanted to, but he realized what an idiotic way he was. But I I want you two to realize something. I pray what you're working for happens 100%. We're being controlled on... There's meters on our house now that controls our electric and controls... They don't even have to come into your home and... There's just too much control. You're talking and about the I new smart meters,
0: as they're called? What, baby? You're talking about the new smart meters when you're talking about the meters yes, in your house?
15: Yes, baby, yes. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask you kids, couldn't we just write Ron Paul in? Certainly to you could.
0: I listen to and it, it would count radio. just as much as any other vote you'll, <laughs> you'll cast. <laughs> Honey,
15: you're the only two. I don't hear anybody
0: talk about him anymore. I know, it's sad. The yep. mainstream media would like sad. to pretend he doesn't exist. I hope exist. we get a
1: surprise at the convention in August uh, in Tampa. Um, I'm, you know, I really, really do. But
0: but if it so doesn't happen... I never give up hope. Never. Well, you might as well... And yeah, I mean, it's important to, to hold to on to like, hope. But if it... Uh, I don't think if, you two will either, because you also don't
15: sit back on your laurels.
0: Well, right. I don't put my hopes on a politician. I, mean, I don't have laurels. Right, that's not where you... <laughs> I don't know what they are <laughs>
15: <laughs> But I wanted to say it's tough to be a parent... And I and Mark, I'm directing this to you because all of a sudden you're faced with doing things with a child that you have to make sure you remember to give them choices right? and never forget to let all people know that they have a right. And the ignorance in our society breaks my heart. But listening to you kids, I'm getting smarter every time I get to hear you. And I have called my radio show because I only get you on Saturdays.
0: Well, Linda, I appreciate all the effort, and thank you for the kind words. Thanks for the call tonight. I love tonight. you for the way you handle some of the callers.
15: But you also have to shake it off because I don't think you and Mark would have gone over Gary's that passionately yes you would have never mind
0: <laughs> thanks linda for the call tonight appreciate hearing from you at eight five five four fifty free i to... think
1: it's legitimate to act frustrated when you're frustrated
0: we'll go to james in florida you're on free talk live james hey
16: guys uh did i call it a a good time it sounds like you guys are having a loveless quarrel
1: it's always <laughs> a good time james we do that for a living james
16: i know um I've got to agree with uh, Ian and the fact that him he was I've got to come to his defense, Mark. I'm sorry. Go right ahead. Uh, the fact the fact that he got a little bit angry about the guy because the guy was lying, and I agree with Ian that the Libertarian Party was actually set up as an educational thank you. Uh, um, thing to you know bring about and explain to people about the non aggression principle. That's, that that was his fundamental.
1: Uh, that was a ideology. reason. But they hoped to bring about a third party that would ha- I mean, there were there are different people no, that started Ron, it's the an party
16: oxymoron. It's an oxymoron. Sure. Come on. Think about I, it. I,
1: I, look, I'm not saying yeah, it was no, a good idea. It was their a idea.
16: Party that says, you cannot have a party that says we, we, we stand for the non-aggression principle. It's wrong to initiate force and violence against. Anybody, when that is what government is. Government is nothing but force. Sure, James. It makes James, people do what they want to do, and it stops people from doing things they do want to do. Those demands are always. Back. Is this so James right, Cox, by the way? It
0: from is from James Tampa? Cox. Yes. So, hey, James. Look, uh, Mark, now you've heard it from two people who've been involved in the Libertarian Party that the original purpose behind the party was to have an educational organization in the elections Why process. Why in the world would there How many be more people a radical
1: caucus if there, didn't, if there wasn't a non-radical caucus? How
0: many more people need to tell you about this? Mark, have you ever been a member of the Libertarian Party? Uh,
1: I signed up when it was free at one point.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, I was a life member of the party and I have a feeling I was a little bit more involved in its I know internal feelings on you were, goings- but that doesn't mean you that
1: you know the history of the party. I mean, you really? can look it right up on it line. doesn't mean
0: that? It doesn't okay. mean that, no. Well, apparently you're saying that James Cox and I, who have uh, far more time put I believe into this you organization, have don't beliefs. know what we're talking about.
1: I believe you have beliefs that no, you hold you're very wrong. strongly.
16: You're wrong, You're wrong, my friend. And, you know, for him to say that, you know, he's a libertarian and that it's, a right, it's right to go and kick in somebody's door, no matter whether it's here on this land that people call America or whether it's in some, you know, far off country in the Middle East, Kick in somebody's door, wave a gun in somebody's face, and tell them to get them on the ground while they rifle through their stuff. I mean, that's just a violation. It doesn't matter what it is. Well, you know?
0: Th- thank you, James, you for the right call, man. Yourself. I appreciate hearing from you tonight, James. Thank you, sir. Let's talk to Eric listening in Maryland to W E E O. Hello, Eric. Eric. Hello. You're on the air. Go ahead, sir. I'm
2: uh, I'm calling in about the uh, the flea market thing. I just uh, to me that's it's always been kind of common sense when you go to this flea market and you see that kind of stuff you know it's going to be uh, a rip off thing and i think it's it's treating to a different market so i don't see how going to cut into the big
0: corporations' profits. Right. You're talking about, by the way, just for those that are just tuning in here, uh, Eric, you're probably listening to the show on delay. But uh, we were talking at the beginning of the show about how the federal government raided a Petasco flea market in Bart- Baltimore, Maryland, with a huge raid. Uh, as one uh, one lady called in toward the end of the hour, she was there when it happened, shutting down all of the exits, multiple agents all over the place, Greyhound buses, loading them up with, uh, with products and taking them away. Uh, I appreciate you sharing that, Eric, and thank you for the call. Tonight, eight uh, five five four fifty. Free enough time for Brooke listening in uh, Michigan. Let's push put Brooke right that's on the air the here. Knockoff item. Brooke, go ahead. You're on the air.
16: Hi, um I, I was just calling about the uh, knockoff items,
9: and I, I agree with what our Under Armour is saying. Uh, in, in this case, we're, we're talking about people using another person's logo to make profit off it, and I just don't think that's right in the United
10: States that you can make a profit off of somebody else that has created a logo and a brand, and they're using the mo- that...
1: I think a trademark,
10: to, uh, make money off of that. I, think I think trademark
1: that... is the most legitimate form of uh, intellectual property out there because it can uh, confuse some people, but I would ask you this. As a taxpayer, is it my responsibility to police for Under Armour, to pay for the policing of Under Armour? Is the federal government putting up a two-and-a-half-year sting operation on a frickin' flea market the best use of our tax-paying money?
10: I, I, I think to, to a certain extent they're enforcing the law, which we...
0: But 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 they won't won't go looking for your car if it's stolen. Brooke, I wish we had more time, man. We are out of it It for tonight. Call back tomorrow, and I'd be happy to talk to you more at the top of the show tomorrow at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Online in the meantime at freetalklive.com.
15: Available now, four new songs from Raja Mojo. Raja Mojo. That's R-A-J-A-M-O-J-O. Raja Mojo. I am that dirty ass takes away everything you can get
16: keep them on the hook with this affordable plan. I call it democracy. i had enough of reading
4: lines from fascistic psychopathic genocidal
8: corporations. All I want is the truth.
4: Raja Mojo.
8: Everybody in
13: New songs from Raja Mojo. Buy them today at Amazon, iTunes, Napster,
4: and at a discount at CDBaby.com.